0: Hey everyone, welcome to the MTG Painful Truths Podcast. This is episode eight. I am your host, Brett Wagner. Joining me, as not always, is my good friend, Drew. Drew, how have you been? I am wonderful.
1: How how are you doing,
0: Mr. Brent? Well, I've been pretty good. I've been on call for the past uh, two weeks, so I haven't been out in the wild. I've mostly just been uh, chilling at home, just watching a lot of aspiring Spike videos, um, and just kind of looking at challenge results and deck lists and a lot of amulet discord and Yawgmoth discord and just kind of absorbing what I can, what I can, uh, Colt couldn't make it, uh, this, he may actually join later or we may do a special, uh, I may cut him in. We may record at a later time, but for now we'll, we'll be blessed with Drew's presence.
1: I'm sorry, everyone.
0: <laughs> no, you're, no, it's great. Uh, we, it was great to have Roger last week, uh, he, he's a big fan of the show and Drew, you're also a big fan of the show. So it's great to have uh, you on this week as well as Roger uh, on the last episode. Uh, so what we're gonna go over this week is the 20k event that is just right around the corner. Uh, most of you guys probably are aware of it in some capacity and certainly are aware of the 10k that took place a little while ago. That was episode <clears throat> uh, episode two or three, I believe. If you want to learn how that one went, that was a uh, that was a lot of fun. Uh, so we're gonna go over the 20k. that's gonna be uh, hosted by the same guys at Pro Support, and we're gonna talk about what decks uh, we think are gonna be pretty well represented in the room and uh, acceptable deck choices. And also, we want to go over a deck that I think has been trending up a lot. It was a deck that we that yeah, Cole and I spoke about a few weeks ago. Uh, at it was a pretty decent deck and it's really trending up uh, and we'll go over that so a little tease for later Ooh. Uh, <laughs> so uh, let's go ahead oh you know what i'm just gonna say it because i think i cannot avoid it when we get right into the 20k so it's just Esper Reanimate. Okay. we're going to talk uh, a little bit more about that a little bit later so there's the tease is over we'll, we'll go ahead and move on
1: spoilers we forgot to put that in sorry
0: <laughs> All right, but yeah, let's go over the 20K event. That's going to be hosted by the same guys from last time. It's pro support. They're going to go... I don't don't have their website pulled up, but they're going to do more than magic. They're going to do a lot of uh, small events uh, surrounding magic. Uh, Flesh and Blood, Digimon, Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, other
1: stuff. Other stuff. Dragon Ball Z, um. I believe that, like, last time, they're going to have that new game that's come up. What was the name of it? It was, was... MetaZoo. MetaZoo. I bet MetaZoo will be there. Um...
0: So they do have a booth. They don't have a tournament, though. I, that's right, right, I right. But, that's yeah. correct.
1: Okay. But, like, I mean, if if that's something that you're into, that you, something you, anyone can check out, it looked right. interesting. Was...
0: Yeah, I had, we had a few of our, our friends that kind of uh, picked up and played a little bit. And the booth... the. the... I'm told the guys at the booth were were very uh, very fun, and they were really getting people pumped up. So that was pretty pretty great to see.
1: Every time I looked over there, everyone seemed to be having the opposite time I was playing in the ten <laughs> k. So I I would have to
0: agree with you. Yeah, I mean the ten k oh man that I don't want to get into that
1: again. I mean I can uh, tell my story of the ten k. It's pretty actually. Interesting.
0: Yeah, let's let's start with that. So the
1: ten k. Uh, yeah, tell us tell us about it. Okay, in your uh, experience. Well, uh, the 10K, I woke up super early. I was pumped to play it. Um, The previous uh, tournament, I had played uh, Teamer Rhinos at the Hunter Burton 10K. That was on Sunday. And I actually, it was the first time me playing it. Um, I hadn't really picked up the deck, you know, before. And I played, like, at the time, was already an out-of-date list because I was playing main deck subtly and Cryptic Command, as as well as Jace the Mind Sculptor. Uh, come to find out that the better version of that is 4 Fury and a main deck Merc Tide Regent. But, um, I did really well with it. I missed out on caching, um, by one match. Um, so I was really surprised by those results. So, I took the next few weeks, and, uh, me and my buddy Jacob, who actually top-aided, uh, the-the 10k, um, he and I played the-uh, same exact 75 We ended up playing four-color Rhinos because we said, you know what, what's the best way to beat the other uh, Rhinos decks? Let's play Teferi. Um, So we played that. Um, I showed up at the tournament event hall, and I was blown away by how long the line was to get in, but that was fine because I actually (laughs) met up with you in line, and we got to joke around for a while. Um, And, you know, it has been previously previously stated, we had to wait two to three hours for round one to start. I probably should have left and went and accepted my wife's invitation to go and have lunch. I'm sorry, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so round one, I uh, got paired against uh, Eldrazi Tron, which I don't know if you know plays four main deck Chalice of the Void. Uh, um, uh, oh, that card's pretty good. Yeah, pretty that, good yeah, that card's pretty good against the uh, Rhino deck. So I actually took it to three, um, and but I ended up losing. And then uh, round two, I got paired against, you know, this is now probably one in the afternoon, <laughs> even right. though this is round two.
0: Yeah, advertised start time around 9.30 a.m. It's one o'clock, time for round two. Exactly.
1: Uh, I got paired against Affinity, which is a, an abysmal matchup, abysmal. Um, so I lost that very quickly in two. And then uh, after round two, I did contemplate leaving, but my good buddy Rios, who I drove there, was actually 2-0. Jacob was 2-0. Um, I was just like, well, let's just stay. You know, I don't want to leave Rios here. And he was actually staying at my house. Uh, so it made sense to stay. And, you know, next thing you know, I was, uh, I believe, 5-2. Uh, and two. <laughs>
0: okay start stringing <laughs> together some wins we, we strung nice. together
1: many many wins uh there actually it, I think I was four four two there was a draw mixed in there with blue white there was a draw mixed in there okay um I ended up uh, at the end of the tournament how many rounds did we play we played eight rounds I believe I was five two and one and I actually made 24th place uh so I made cash well that's not bad right. O2 to cash I think you take that deal. Yes, I would agree. Although, you know, the $100 that I got was over 12 hours of work. Right. Well, yeah. over 12 hours. <laughs> right. <laughs> so there's that. Um, I, I would say overall the tournament was uh, a success because the list that Jacob and I ended up, you know, I'll, I, I say brewed, you know, very lightly because took inspiration. Other people were playing the fourth color too. We kind of changed a few things around, you know, because we're such brewers. Um, You know, that list made top 8, and we're super happy about that. And, you know, we've been kind of trying to make that happen ever since. So, in discussing the 20k this weekend, um, if I were to be playing, I would most likely be on that list, or I would be on blue-white control, which I did play tonight uh, at just a local. And that was a, it was pretty good! (laughs) As I say, good? okay, yeah. Uh, Chalice of the Void uh, s- sunk up game three for me against uh, four color rhinos. <laughs> <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. I mean, not your rhinos. It's not your rhinos, which that's a something all in itself. Right. Yeah. Let's let's so
0: let's go over rhinos a little bit. Like, would you consider like it uh, so? You're you get assuming you had a chance to play, which you have other things going on. Would you play the the eighty card pile? um or would you consider it or why would you
1: uh why would you choose it why would you choose either way so i watched Doomwake stream and you know he's the one that kind of pioneered that deck and he had a really good point because when i saw the 80 card i was just like that well i had the same reaction to it that i've had about every Yorion deck is that it just is super inconsistent but he had a really good point that i actually agreed with and that was with the eighty cards, you're actually way less likely to a have crashing footballs in your opening hand, and then b you're less likely to draw it before turn three, which is you know or even later on. So that increases your odds of just being able to cascade into all four. Um. So I like sure. I did like that. Um. But then it also has like these other elements that um, give it some late game potential. Um, where, you know, if you're against like a, a chalice deck or a control deck and they've interacted with every crashing footfall as you've had, you have the ability to win with, you know, the Elementals package. Sure. So, I mean, there's some there's some play to that, but I did I will admit I did put it together in the physical form and I immediately dismantled it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't. I, I I just have a hard time playing paper eighty card. I don't know. It's it's it, tough for me. It,
0: the 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 thing that kind of kills it for me because, you know, it's kind of a... you need a the deck is mostly Charlotte's agent or a violent outburst on turn three into rhinos and that's you know that's just the plan pretty easy uh, and just kind of cards that help enable and just other interaction kind of built around that package. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, it kind of kills it for me. For me, uh, so you, you do get four more enablers. So I was actually just did the math. You get eighty eight out of sixty cards in the in the regular sixty card deck is thirteen point three percent, versus you get four more. You get four art employees in, in this eighty card package. So it's twelve out of eighty is fifteen percent over, which is more percentage than thirteen mm-hmm. percent. So I'm like, well, mathematically he had a better chance to hit it. Um, the, the, and so that's kind of a, it's mostly, you know, it's basically the same. Um, one thing I hate about your index and just kind of the doom like list I'm looking at, and it makes perfect sense is, uh, you, you're forced to play kind of go all in on sideboard cards. I, I think like it's pretty similar to the 60 card. They have endurance, uh, they used to play Blood Moon and Force of Vigor, stuff like that. They play those same kind of cards. Uh, but you have to, in most Yorian decks, it, you kind of have to have three and four of, of just a few cards. So y- your sideboard plan against a lot of the field is you don't have he- better plans, I guess you could say. Because you do have to cram three and four of copies of, of that because you're playing 80-card an pile, and you can't just say, oh, well... In this living in matchup, I need to I need one of my two um, artifact hate pieces like Soul Goblin or Nihil Spellbomb Relic or Progenitus. You have to kind of go three or four copies of like the silver bullet, and right. so you just have to you have to limit yourself, you, you know, stuff like that. So it's like, you, you, like in Urza Saga decks, they would have a Cyborg Pithing Needle or something like that, where you can easily. Um, two to four two it's like you know you have to kind of just naturally draw that specific card so it's kind of i don't know I, I think it's still early to know if that's kind of the the go-to build going forward um also the i guess it does have some etb effects of like
1: oh the the elementals
0: Of oh, the elementals right um i you kind of I, I, besides like giving your creatures pseudo vigilance by untap like basically blinking them and making them untap right yes which is
1: mm-hmm. not not you know not the best thing to blink with Yorian. it's but. a super super alternate win con in my opinion i'm just looking at his lists. i think this is the last one he posted and um which is the one i kind of put together he's actually playing two and maybe this is the one you're looking at too two main deck uh knight of autumn and two sideboard knight of autumn nope but, yep, sure. That's, that's his how new I'm tech. looking at. Yeah, okay. <laughs> unless that's out of date already. Oh wait, nope. Two hours ago he posted another list, and it's already different again. <laughs> so <laughs> he's he's got the four leyline ascendants in the sideboard now. Okay. So I mean, maybe that's because
0: Vern is on the uptick. Right, and that was actually something um, I, when I played. The I guess this would have been this was my first pioneer yorian deck was the oops all spells Mm -hmm. deck which was Yorian was kind of it was mostly a bluff because (laughs) there were other (laughs) yorian decks um but you actually do get the feature of just like you know that that combo was uh the uh the creatures that have the ETB effect of you know basically mill your deck and then you just get all these uh triggers and stuff like that um and you actually get more virtual copies, and it played like Elders Evolution and Neoform cards. Right. to kind of che- uh, just ways to cheat it, and just like you have kind of that room for that. And um, a lot of decks were running like like seventy like seventy plus cards, and some were playing sixty, and you know going down to only seven uh, of the creatures and stuff like that. But like, no, it actually makes sense to play Yorian, and and kind of go for it because you also got. Like, post-board, you play, like, a Reclamation Sage, because they have Soul, God, Lantern, or, or you know, something. That's their hate piece. And you're like, okay, well, I need to kill it first, then I'll combo later, kind of thing. And also, there was one, uh, it was the black-green split card that basically gave your um, creatures pseudo-menace or something.
1: Oh, uh, the one that the Pioneer Dredge deck was playing, right?
0: Yeah, I cannot, dude. It's been so long. Something, I don't remember what it was called, but yes, that, that yeah, was. Yeah, it. yeah,
1: it's from cat I remember. Right. Driven to despair. No, that's not it. We're gonna find it because that's gonna bother me
0: now. Well, actually, but... I, w- I almost want to say you're right. Driven to. Yeah, it was driven to despair. Was you nailed pu- it? Very nice. Very nice. Uh, uh so, yeah, your creatures get menace, and that's uh, maybe that, that's good enough to win but you yeah, just right, like get to right, vomit right. that in the graveyard and you know you get a bigger deck so it's just unlike less likely you draw just like crashing footballs in your in your 80 card rhino deck too
1: yeah i mean i did a few test rolls with it and i was like oh, okay this is cute but then like i just i couldn't bring myself to devote a night to it when i just really more so enjoyed playing just the 60 card and also I think that night I ended up just playing Tron anyway, so
0: <laughs> Gotcha. Yeah, Tron is like uh speaking of Tron. So okay, so, so let's let's I'll stay on topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you would you'd probably play sixty card footfalls is what you kinda of, with
1: why um. for Teferi. Okay, right. I know you and um,
0: Jacob have been high on on Tefers. He's pretty good
1: right now in the format, I think. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty good. He's pretty good. I mean, if you can, you know, stick it against Blue-White, I've seen him numerous times just turn three, slam that thing down, and Blue-White just said, yep, and then he just proceeded to, you know, make four fours and just beat face. Right. So it's pretty good. I mean, it's obviously not the best against Hammer Time, but it does at least... Make them interact uh, without some of the co- like pseudo combat tricks they do. Right, sure. So.
0: Very cool. Yeah, I think uh, also I don't know. Maybe it's just my luck. I just have a gut feeling that Merktide um, Regent is is going to be a represented deck. I, I'm I, I'm get apparently we're a burn metagame, and that that favors Titan. But uh, it, so Titan, I'm you know I'm just gonna.
2: <laughs> play
0: that that's just that's, that's just me let's be real and just once again punt then wine i said this lat on the last episode uh he keeps trophying with the deck and he's like one of the trophy leaders he's he s25 this league as of this recording i want to say who is this this is punt then wine
1: ah, i believe you've told me about him before yeah
0: yeah he's uh he's not one of the more prominent um person uh streamer or known community players uh, but actually his deck list was actually the exact what i was exactly running uh yesterday well um, i'm looking what, at it right now yeah it's with three main deck tireless trackers one that got ab- uh abandoned abolished it got removed from the sideboard because it just wasn't mm-hmm. uh, wasn't an adequate piece anymore and just like we weren't looking at cards to to help grind but he actually promotes them all the way from the maybe board all the way to
1: th- three in the main this is wild uh i mean tireless tracker is a great great magic card um i i i, I honestly like thinking about it that gives titan an edge you know game one against blue white because right. that's not exactly the greatest matchup
0: it right, it, it it that was the one that was the game I lost in the pre the prelim of the uh that was the S one K in uh Gamers XP in Louisiana. That that was a good tournament. But that, that's that deck beat me and it's you know tireless tracker, that's just like that's another threat you have to deal with.
1: Yeah, I mean and, tonight tonight when I played against uh a local player, he um played a tireless tracker. I mean, he made so he he had a titan out at my end step. He made I have no way I had no way to interact with him at the time. He made a double constructs because he went and got uh, two Urza sagas in a previous turn, um, and then when after I dealt with the first titan, and (laughs) so he made double construct, and then he untapped and he played a tireless tracker after making two more constructs and then proceeded to make, uh, like, two or three land drops. No, 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 he made his one land drop, attacked with the Titan, and the two constructs that could attack, and then that he put him to like, three or four clues, which just <laughs> made his constructs massive, and Gosh. get me for exactly 16 no matter how I plonked. That's crazy. I just said, okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I didn't even... That's, yeah. That's so funny.
1: And, you know, Tireless Tracker is, uh, I mean, it, it also gives the control player an additional thing to think about when pitching to Solitude.
0: Right. That's that's absolutely true. And it's just, there. there's this one game, it was um, post-sport against, uh, this was pre-MH2, uh, I was playing against uh, Death and Taxes, and I just had the draw, where I just had my tile trackers, I just had them in hand. I was like, oh, well, this this is probably just good enough. And I kept drawing cards, and I, the trackers were just, like, the huge threats. And like, nothing else mattered. Just, like, you know, Dryad with a bunch of lands and a single Valakut, that's a huge threat. Uh, Primeval Titan attacking and getting lands as a threat. You know, just two Tileless trackers and hitting land drops, that's a threat. Yes. Two. That definitely counts. I I don't stand by his uh, some of his decisions, though. He has a full playset of Cavern Assaults throughout the 75, which is a lot of of slots
1: wow i, I'm, I s- I'm just now seeing that
0: right yeah so that's that's something that's a little that's pretty unique uh also one thing i thought was was weird but actually i like it is the torment script as opposed to relic of progenitus or soul guide lantern C- crypt you can hit with uh you, it, the effect is obviously the same where you just nab a graveyard but you can get it with Tulare west it, it, yeah, that's exactly right. You can get it with Talaria West, you don't have to wait for Saga. You have more, like, you know, tutors in the, in the deck. So that totally, you're exactly right. It's
1: just Tormod's Crypt. I don't like the uh, the change of Bog being the sideboard and not in the 60. Just because I think that, and for reasons we are going to talk about, about Reanimator, I think that Bog is an important main deck card for the deck right now that's that's a pretty good point that's
0: uh it has no uh main deck uh way to interact with the graveyard bog was always like the staple uh save me button um where you're playing against some graveyard deck and you're just all right titan get a bog and you know whatever else oh, yeah. but, and the bog kind of just prevented the opponent from winning the game basically in a lot of spots but yeah it's it, it hasn't been seen a lot of play and it's kind of coming back as a sideboard card it just it's so it's so tight
1: and like to be honest with you um outside of just the reanimator matchup um just like locally because i've kind of skipped around a lot of different stores and played a lot of modern in different places yeah almost every single time there has been a at least one if not two drudge players which you know drudge is always going to be a constant in the modern format i would assume to some degree but I, I was just surprised by it because now you know you're there's decks that are playing you know sideboard rest in peace so a blue white control since it's, it's had its
0: resurgence it was a main deck blue white control card too that would used to be a buy for the dredge player <laughs> oh <Just> like, right <laughs> you just like all right Supreme break all right hit a land drop
1: get my stuff back mm. and yeah um but then also I really like Bajuca bog and the merc type matchup because it yeah. sure sho- it shores up Um, you know, the potential of a, you know, a Merc Tide at at a key turn where you can just, you know, get your Titan through for lethal, where their Merc Tide could potentially be kind of a roadblock from you hitting them for lethal. Right.
0: That, it definitely saved me in the, at that same 10k where the opponent was, uh, like, playing Thought Scours and stuff like that. And then I just played a Bog and just kind of undid his work. Yeah, and you have to you have to beat them, you know. If they get the mark tied down, it's like, well, it's kinda of too late. Um but yeah, it's definitely a relevant I think I even picked it up one turn and then play, like I got two or three hits out of it. Or I think of a suva it. Just to keep <laughs> you know, just keep keep uh, babysitting that. Um and that was incredibly good. I,
1: I will say that um a play I hadn't really thought about in a more grindy matchup, but makes total sense, like cause I haven't had a ton of play with Titan since the inclusion of Urza Saga? Because, you know, I first got on Titan with you, and that was before MH2. That was um, a while ago, yeah. Yeah. um So I haven't played too many, like, locals with the list with the Urza Saga, but a really good play. And, you know, right, for Titan players out there, you're going to be like, well, duh, Drew. But, <laughs> um and I, I think I mentioned it already, but playing the Titan, and when you know that, like, you know, maybe, like, going for haste right now isn't really the greatest thing, or whatever. Going and getting double Urza Saga is a great play. Yeah. Very strong. Especially when you're just, like, leaning on the potential of the constructs, because then you get into a a turn cycle where you go double construct, make two more constructs in the next one, and then get double amulet, or amulet in a map. And next thing you know, you've got, you know, at the very least six sixes right so that's great yeah i think
0: i'm I, I, I and you know that's like the most the toughest thing about titan is really what do i get with my lands that's kind of like it, there's that's like the way i take the most time is like i land a titan triggers resolved it's like all right do i haste do i you know get simic into and, Tal- and talaria and just like get a pact get a second one um and and you know things like that or is it Valka and yet yeah, like you said get two sagas and like all right I got these two there's <laughs> just so many there's you know so much that you kind of have to to play with uh so yeah that's it, that's that's definitely uh that's that's so tough
1: I think that those those decision points are what separate the good Titan players from the run in the mill Titan players because. I think just looking at the list and if you haven't really seen it get played a lot, you're just like, okay, I'm all in on making this Titan super big and trying to 20 you. This is what I'm trying to do And right. not realizing that the lands are I mean they are spells, yeah, so yeah,
0: we're the lands deck mm-hmm. uh the one th- one card I was kind of considering uh, this is kind of being talked about today in the in the Titan Discord. Yeah, you know, something I brought up before in that same Discord, but it was kind of... Yeah, I kind of brought it up, and it was kind of poo-pooed pretty quickly. But they talked about Mortuary Mire, Mo- the old Battle for Zendikar common land. Oh. Do you, do you <laughs> recall what that one is?
1: <laughs> Mortuary Mire? Um, well, we're looking it up. Yeah, go ahead and look it up, and go ahead and read it out for, uh, for the audience. So Mortuary Mire is a common from uh, Battle for Zendikar. It enters the battlefield tapped. Uh, when it enters the battlefield, you may put target creature card from your graveyard on top of your library. <laughs> so, alright, so it's kind of like Memorial to Folly, but instant, you get the card right away, but it goes on top of your deck instead of in your hand.
0: Right. Okay. So that would be a uh, deal with, or get a second Titan, you know, the first one gets countered or whatever. Mm-hmm. This is kind of a another copy of a Titan so i thought th- I thought this was kind of kind of a cute card, and maybe you want uh dryad instead. I just wish there was a way you could actually instant speed it, like if we had Stacy like upkeep do it
1: but... oh man, that would be so good,
0: yeah, it's not it's not not at its best
1: here, unfortunately I mean maybe maybe if we go back have to go back to Stacy, then that's something we need to throw back into the conversation <sighs> Grays are so good. It is. I I, I, I like Stacey
0: it. more, to be fair. I like Stacey a little bit more.
1: But everyone's playing, you know, one mana, three, three, flyers. One mana, three, three, flyers. One mana, two, one, uh, jerks. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and, yeah, it just blocks a, a flyer, or it chumps a flyer. It's,
1: it still dies to a Naked Merc type, but that's okay. It still blocks it.
0: Right. There's just so many times where it's just like, you have Stacey out in the mid-game and you just like it's an extra, it's just an extra land drop, it's an extra Valakut trigger or whatever. <sighs> it, it is Stacey is but a great thing but Grazer adds mana, like
1: also with it. Right, a that's playing an amulet. That's definitely the downside of Stacey is that you know obviously you don't get the value right away, and if, usually, especially right now, they're just gonna if 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 your turn one play is Stacey, and you're playing against a lot of different decks. Like I mean, if you're playing against Murktide, you're playing against any of the three color decks that are playing white, or the four color decks, or five color decks that are playing white now. Apparently, sure. Um, you know they're gonna untap and or you know play a land and just say, okay, prismatic ending, bolt. Uh, if the w- w- what's the red one that has uh, delirium? Unholy <laughs> heat. Oh yeah. Yes, um, I mean it just it. She's just dead, I think, most of the time right now in Modern. And then, like, you just... With Grazer, you get it right away. You're yeah. set up. You're set up for success. It's it's too bad. I I really... I wish
0: there was a little bit more room. Someone also brought up... I thought that was a pretty cute idea. It was uh, Hall of Heliod's Generosity. That's the uh, one in a... The, color, the uh, Colorless Land that you pay two mana, tap it, put an enchantment on top of your deck. So we can get Urza Saga or Dryad.
1: <laughs> so that's, you get. That's you get the one two. that Blue White was looping with Narset, right? And uh, yeah. Other, and Shark Typhoons and stuff.
0: Yeah. And okay. You know what? You gotta plan against Mill. You just like keep doing that, and then they'll circle <laughs> it later, and then we're just you know feels bad, but the <laughs> <Duel of> ruin. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. I mean, they play
1: four normally, though. So. Well, it's you
0: know, it's something that matchup's atrociously bad. Anyway, <laughs> it's um, so
1: funny how many decks have such an atrocious matchup against mill.
0: Oh, right. And it's still, <clears throat> like, it's still not even like represented very much. Thank no, God. it's not. <laughs> Which you know, going back to Amulet, he also plays a guy's blessing, and I did not like his argument to play it. I'm just like, look, it's it's mill. Who cares? Just lose to it. Yeah, I um, mean.
1: He, I, I'd rather just play the second endurance over the Gaia's blessing.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think that's that's like where I would start, and then consider you, you know something else. But he said, "Well, yeah, you could put you could put endurance back in the in your deck." I'm like, if you draw, I'm like, that's a pretty weak argument, to, in my opinion. And like, I would just rather, like I've said this before, it's like I'd rather just play Immortal if that's the thing, because it's right. at least it's fifteen mana against the Tasha's hideous laughter.
1: 15 mana, and you know, it's That's supposed to two if or three with the endurance, or three. Then it's <laughs> right, yeah. I think that the uh, Emrakul's also potentially boardable in against like other lower matchups, too. Yeah, it's obviously were... castable in Titan,
0: <laughs> yeah, right. And there's just uh, yeah, so I personally, I'm just like, look, we we're not at a point where we need to respect Mil. It's if they if we play against mill, just like you know, bring all your cards in and just like pray and just expect to lose that anyway. There's just I,
1: I will say I heard a local player uh, make a good point. This is a player that I trust their opinion a lot on because they've been in the game a while. Uh, they said that part of the reason they think mill isn't seeing as much play is just because of card availability. Like like archive traps are not exactly the easiest card to acquire that's that is the toughest card if I
0: recall correctly mm-hmm. to to get your hands on, so I mean well, that I feel could like have that's something to do with it, yeah, yeah, I think that's it, well, that's why I'm here, well, certainly in our local area, it seems like it's it's hard to like no no stores have
1: it, like people are just firmly oh. holding on to those cards, yeah, I never see archive traps, and maybe it's just a collective let's hold on to this so that way we can't let the mill players do their thing, right. <laughs>
0: That could be it. I don't know. You know what? the the, the real heroes, right? We should say. <laughs> cool. So yeah, as you as you guys are gonna play Titan, uh, it may be similar to this list, but there's part of me that wants to, you know, just try something a little a little wild, which is either Meyer Hall, of, uh, Helios Generosity, maybe Maydeck Gretchen, uh, Twitch Willow. I think it was what she's called. Basically, alternative win condition.
1: I was hoping you were going to see Chameleon Colossus out of the sideboard.
0: Uh, I you know I've I've done that more than I'd like to admit. Um, <laughs> I've had that. I mean, uh, the real
1: spicy tech is also when everyone was playing Blitz was the Spider from uh, Theros Beyond. Death. I did, yeah, played that fairly. Arasta too. of the Endless. Arasta, web. Yeah. yeah.
0: I remember, I, I I went out and got a foil for that uh <laughs> for that the team tr- uh, unified. I about like, alright we gotta play a Rasta. Uh huh,
1: uh huh. I remember I had a I had a run uh by Darkhound and get a copy of that for uh, a friend of the teams as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Gosh. That's that's a card dude, that's a card that definitely has m- modern potential.
1: No, I mean De- like, yeah, you get especially like how early you can cast it in Titan and like the relevant ability that it has. I mean mm-hmm.
0: Right. Uh, so uh, the other decks I was kind of considering uh, not really, like, I think it's mostly the same. Like, Twiddlestorm, I've been so out of touch with Twiddle Storm and what you should do. And the deck just makes me so nervous, though, I, would, I wouldn't I would try it. Um, I think Dressed Down Shadow is, is at its, kind of its worst uh, since it's been a deck. And it's
1: just not, it's just... I
0: just don't think it's a good spot for it right now.
1: Well, interesting enough, and you know, you can you, you have to take this with a grain of salt because of the format or the structure of the tournament, but last weekend at the SEG uh, uh invitational, you know, Corey Baumeister he got first and his modern list was Dress Down Shadow. That's you know, that's a that's a good point. And he yeah. went he went undefeated in his modern matchups. Oh gosh.
0: Are you, are you pulling me this direction? <laughs> the thing is, like, the, the few times I played it, I just feel like there's the games where you kind of win. It's, it's, it's like some of the sweetest feeling. You just, like, so many decisions. Like, you just iteration, you just keep, you just kind of just keep going. And then eventually your opponent, you just eventually grab a Lurus if you haven't won already. And mm-hmm. you just kind of just
1: keep, you just keep going, man. That's, that's why I feel like, um, I think that, um, so I think in the early game, and I could be totally wrong, because I recently played Jun Mardu Shadow, which was the list that, like, Reed Duke had, I think he trophied with a few weeks ago, I played it one night, and went undefeated, like, it felt really good, and I was like, oh, this is great, and then I went and played it at a different store, and, um, faced a blue-white control deck, and, I mean, it was the worst thing I've ever had, and, like... (laughs) I it's just like one of those decks where if I feel like your cards have to line up right in order for you to do well, it's like, okay, I gotta do the turn one. Inquisition maybe followed by another Inquisition in Thoughtseize, or play Dragon Rage Chandler and, you know, Bobble and Splinter Twin, you know? But I just um It I feel like a deck that relies on that pretty heavily right now outside of the way blue white has its cards line up um, is just not the way right now, especially not with all the free spell decks, basically. Right, and yeah. Yeah. I was surprised to learn that he did so well in the tournament, so that it made me really want to see a little bit more, you know, information about well, you know, what were his matchups? Uh, what did the modern metagame look like in that tournament? You know, so it's hard to say. I mean, I would assume that a lot of the same decks were present, but you know. I don't... Yeah, I think
0: yeah, that, that's kind of weird because it's just, it it's been trending. I I felt like it's been trending down for a little bit, and then like he kind of sneaks in and, and just takes it. It's it's so it's so crazy to me.
1: Yeah, and, and you know the, the the lists are not readily available for that tournament. It's really just like the top eight in the modern, uh, and then like yeah, it's just that, and then like an, an additional list. But the the top. To the top eight was Grixis Death Shadow, Cory uh Hammer, Control, Control, Jun Midrange, which was really uh, Zoomer Jun, as they mm-hmm. say, uh, Jeskai Mid, and then Grixis Mid. Which this Jeskai Midrange is just, I mean, it's Murktide Tide with White splashing for Prismatic Ending. Right. <laughs> I'm assuming they're not boarding into. Oh, they got Blood Moon still. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Sure.
0: Yes. There's one thing that, that um, I was kind of. I played uh, Dressdown down shadow against uh, blue red phoenix uh, a while ago, and what was annoying, and I could see this being annoying against blue red Murktide is how um, how Dr- how drown lock becomes really good and then really bad because oh, their man. graveyard shifts so drastically. Because like, all right, Murktide three cards in the yard. I'm like, well, drown you were pretty good. Uh, now you're just completely bad.
1: Yeah, and, I mean, Corey of list has a full, full set of Drown the Lock.
0: Which, the, the card is, like... Just, you know, Drown the Lock is also, uh, like, one of the better... It's so good. It's just a it counterspell is. and just, like... I guess, what's the... just It's Doomblade. Doomblade, Doom Blade. thank you. Just, like, Doomblade a lot of the time. But, oh, it's so tough when they're... All right. Because um, I think it was against... They were playing the... Um, the jerk face that could cause zero mana, but blue 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 uh, card. I can I'm just blanking on uh the name Demilic. Oh, oh yeah 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 right.
1: Spell,
0: uh Skeletor. Skeletor, <laughs> yeah it's just like all right I'll yeah I'll cast this XL form like oh drown the lock. <laughs> you were so good just a moment ago. Why did I not just cash you in? But but yeah it's you know actually I feel like it it it, it kind of punishes misplace a little bit. I've seen uh, before this. It, it's this was a different dress uh, or not, a different Death Shadow deck. I was watching uh, Dylan Hovey, who streamed at the time, play Death Shadow, and he's he, you know he ha- he was played a Shockland instead of a Fetchland to fetch Shock, and it prevented him from doing one more point of damage, so he could put his opponent to one, not zero. Just the that was the smallest kind of mistake, and he realized it right when he put the land down. It's like, oh no, I i just fucked up what so that's and i just you know that still is the same today it's like you could you have to like stop and like all right how much damage do i need to take because really it's like once you get between eight and five life you're like all right i'm i have a chonky chonky boy and uh i could win with this and you don't want to go too lower or whatever
1: no i would agree because like i mean i had a when i played the jun Shadow list which is obviously playing Ren Six, um, like there was a turn cycle where uh, I had Tarmogoyf and my Shadow out, and I ticked down on the Ren Six and actually targeted myself because at the time I was like, well, I'm taking one damage now, but now my Death Shadow attacks for an additional one and the next turn it attacks and the next turn it attacks. It's, you know, over time, those turns, it's more damage overall for me just taking one now. But then the next turn, it made more sense to tick, uh, uh, tick down, targeting my opponent, because had I done it to myself, I was going to actually die to bolt.
0: There have been <laughs> times where I was, so it was like a, a, like the ideal death shadow, uh, uh, death shadow life total between five and eight. You know, that's kind of the five and nine. You're mm-hmm. out of bolt range. It's a, it's big. You know, whatever. And I forgot the the situation, but. I had, like, let's say a four fours against a, you know, six seven Tarmagoy for something. And an opponent attacks with, with the Goy for something. And I'm like, all right, I will double block. And he's like, all right, he has, he has tricks or whatever. So he's like, all right, I will. I forgot exactly what he did, but he's like, all right, I'll, I'll do this. or And I was like, okay right, I will bolt myself <laughs> before damage. <laughs> like, go to five. These things are out eight eights, and now they are super lethal. And he was expecting to kill both, and said he killed neither, and stuff like that. And also against another local player, uh, they, uh, I think my death shadows were four fours. It, it, it was against it was against rhinos. Another three threes, and the opponent wasn't aware of like how the damage worked with death shadow. So, oh right. He, yeah, so he like casts a fire. Where he cast bolt on one on a four four or something, and he expected one damage to go through and then the other three points of the rhino to go through. And He also had a merktide attacking, I think, or just another you know another attacker. It may have been like a fury or something. No, it wasn't fury because that's double strike. Um, but I was like, all right, damage, and then I like kept my things. Like, no, they both die. I was like, ah, sir, they do not die. <laughs> <laughs> they have damage marked on them. They survive. And, and it, that was just like he in that that opponent just lost straight away
1: that uh, interaction also occurs with the scourge of the skyclaves as well yeah absolutely and i've gotten a few people with that which mind you this grixis list i'm looking at that won the invitational which i, I mean i guess it, he won with the standard list he played but i mean <laughs> he did well with this too because uh, they played standard in the top eight um i mean there's not a single scourge which i mean makes sense in the grixis i i would say where the, it's playing a little bit more of the blue spells and, you know, card card uh, card draw. So it makes sense. I, yeah, I, I, we're we're playing expressive iteration in the spot as scourge at the skyclaves. That's what we're doing. Yeah, I'm just
0: looking at this this Corey's list. I'm just like it's it's kind of pulling me back in this
1: direction. I might I might audible. I don't know. It's I mean, I, this deck obviously rewards a very skillful player okay that won't um, play it oh okay well, <laughs> all right gotta talk to you out of it <laughs> I did my I did my good deed for the day
0: <laughs> it's tough I, It it's gonna be hard to pull you away from Titan um I just you know it, it's fine whatever it is
1: I mean I would so I I think that like when it comes to these big tournaments like it's part of the importance is just playing something that you're very comfortable with because then it mitigates the play mistakes because that's you're, true you're you're, you're yeah. used to the play patterns against all the matchups so you're just kind of like you kind of can go into a pseudo autopilot you know good enough where you're still thinking but not where you're just totally brain off you know right so i i would if i if if i were to audible to this i would want to play it every day until saturday <laughs> if yeah. I could. yeah you're probably right Nah, I can just wing it. It's fine. Yeah, that's. I mean, you you just let them keep hitting you and play a few. Like, just have four Death Shadows in your hand. It's easy. Right.
0: Yeah, I mean, I still don't think like I think like the smart play would be to you know keep this one, uh, keep this aside, keep it in the in the deck in the you know your big backpack. Don't mm-hmm. don't pull it out at that event. But <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm basically just as good as Corey. Right. This guy. Obviously bow mister whatever is i mean yeah i think I'm that's a, how i'm you as good say. as that guy yeah, 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 I think, yeah, yeah i think i nailed it that that top eight was stacked with some really good players it too. really was
1: i i was really sad that there was no actual coverage of it as i was oh really looking forward because i haven't you know i don't know if anyone's noticed but there's been you know at the professional level no coverage of cards with for huh okay so i was like i i'm just because one thing like that I've always liked about watching, you know, the Pro Tour that comes out right when a set releases, um, which was a big thing, is whenever there was a new mechanic, I think seeing the way that the pros would display, like, certain game mechanics or game states was important because then it allowed for, like, pl- you know, us, you know, plebeians to have a bit more of a... Uh, uh, a consistent way of representing said game states, where sure. everyone understood it, and we're like, okay, this is how you do it, and let's just, you know, let let that be the norm. That way there's no confusion. Right. But, you know, Standard, as a person that's been playing Paper Standard still, uh, it's kind of in the Wild West. Yeah. And, you know, there's certain things that get a little bit confusing, and um, just not to go on a tangent about the state of Standard right now, but uh, if you're not playing, uh, is it Epiphany? Uh, if you're not playing one of those decks, then it's just a board states are messy right now with creatures. <laughs> okay. <laughs> More so than it ever has been. Really? Okay. Yeah. This creatures littered throughout the the battlefield, basically. Yes, uh, especially um, at least locally. The last uh, kind of, I mean, it was considered like being played at the perf- or, uh, competitive level. It was a super FNM, and you know, it was five rounds. Cut the top eight, and um, there was a lot of green decks, and that were not the mono green variety, but like uh, playing uh, Ren and Seven, Seeker's Chariot, but then you know splashing white for the uh, Felidar, uh Retreat. So there oh were a gosh. lot of tokens out, and you got to have a, <laughs> you got to have a huge stack of tokens because all those decks were also playing Scoot Swarm
0: gosh that's so, just where, where it's kind of resolved right now
1: yeah i mean standard is uh it, it's interesting
0: well there's no way they'd print another seven minute time walk in the next no, so no 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 we're, we're we're fine
1: oh wait uh! oh no 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 <laughs> <laughs> and, oh gosh. i mean and then you know you you have the guy in the same set that could uh you know keep you from losing too at your upkeep when it oh. <laughs> when it gets exploited oh god so this makes sense this right. is fine we're the little dog in the fire this is fine. right
0: <laughs> oh man i'm that dog every day
1: <laughs> <laughs> over overcharged amalgam is the name of that card it's the right it's the disallow on uh on a, on a meat stick yeah i like it
0: uh so yeah yeah. I'm surprised Blink has like trended. It was Nowhere and now it's like one of the top decks. It, or like, it, I'm looking at the Goldfish like uh, top X list and it is right there.
1: Oh, yeah. um, Yeah, so we're doing the Wall Omens Vidillion Click, Resto Angel, Solitude Yorion deck. So one thing I was mistaken
0: I think I was mistaken of is Goldfish, when they do their metagame percentage, they use League Data also. Okay. I didn't, I didn't realize that, and that kind of makes sense because these are all Yorian piles, you know, with tons of just different, you know, so, like like here. Uh, so here's this most recent league, which I haven't even gone through today, but it's, I can tell there's four blink decks, which is Jeskai, black white, which apparently that counts too, uh, four color blink, and five color blink. So. you know obviously four colors and all colors so it's like that that's a lot of metagame representation that's four decks being included so this is probably a little misleading to be up high because it's like 6% of the metagame um, hammer being almost
1: 10 speaking of blink there's a uh, this is just super side but an abzan flicker deck I don't know if you saw that (sighs) very spicy (laughs) I didn't I like it
0: uh, who, was it
1: uh okay well, it's on the the league from yeah today 11 to 2021
0: who piloted it
1: um captain
0: grumblecakes captain grumblecakes okay this is premium podcast uh but yeah let's let's uh let's check it out captain abs or okay Absent flicker uh-huh
1: i mean it's got you know the the mid-range staples uh, Birds of Paradise, Eternal Witness, um, Collected Company, Aether Vile, but then, you know, we're, you know, we're doing the old school Eldra's Displacer, pairing it with Charming Prince, Title Scholar, all the good stuff. Oh, and this is pretty sweet. Ephemerate, you know, it, it's a great magic card, goes really well with ETB creatures. Man,
0: Cave of Kuelos is just an untapped Triland, that's so good. <laughs> it is! Yeah, because you have a utility displacer, you gotta yeah, have. Yeah, it some is. I,
1: it's pretty sweet. I, I, it, I totally like this. This is. This looks like something I would put together and play. Um, I like this.
0: Oh my gosh! If you just cocoa into a scholar and wasteland regular, all right, will I'll thought Seize, you exile it, and now I'm gonna use it to to deal f- or like give your creature neg 3 Mm-hmm. <sighs> mm-hmm. And it's then, sweet.
1: and then you know, post board you can just cocoa into grist because why not? why not <laughs> <laughs> and it's got you know everyone's favorite card archon of Ameria.
0: yeah i know uh, you love no, that card. no that card he ruins the fun <laughs> yeah there was a moment at time where i was you know i was playing uh lotus field and pioneer which is my prop maybe my favorite deck of all time it's it's a lot of fun to play but then you're like hey check out this green white like dickhead deck which had a full placement of archons yeah but you never didn't have him like you always had him so it's just like you might as well
1: it had a full set of archons in the main oh my gosh it was great everyone was playing freaking phoenix yeah and it just happened to be really really good about your i'm gonna cast 30 spells in a turn deck right that's the See, that's the problem. It's like <laughs> uh, okay. But
0: the deck does look does look pretty sweet. Uh I, Eternal Witness that's among my top top cards of all time. It's a it's a sweet it's a darling in the mono green ponza deck that I love so much that never I do not play enough of. That's probably why my life is is not as exciting.
1: I mean, Eternal Witness and yeah. Ephemerate or a heck of a drug um yeah. just putting it out there for all the mid-range fans. Oh, you just cause... pick up
0: uh, acid moss or uh, uh, or like primal command. You oh, just like yeah. do it again. Like mm-hmm. just tutor for the next eternal witness. Easy. Oh,
1: gosh, yeah, ewit. I well, think you don't even need a tutor for the next one because the, the the first one is the next one with ephemerate. that's okay that's true
0: at some rate maybe slightly better than primal command maybe (laughs) maybe maybe in my heart no there's there's only one primal command that that was like a niche like that was playing titan for like a a second oh there
1: is a Sahili combo deck too
0: okay yeah we don't have to talk about that so (laughs) (laughs) uh (laughs) so so yeah the 20k is coming up i I'll probably play Titan, but I'm gonna pro- might take a second look at the dress down shadow. And you said you'd be playing a uh, uh, sixty card rhinos.
1: I would play sixty card rhinos with a splash of white for Teferi. Um I would also always consider doing my default Tron thing. It's just I, you know, I think Hammer is even more present than it was at Hunter Burton, and I have played that matchup with Tron in... It is. I mean, I might as well not even show up to the match. Right. It's yeah. bad.
0: <laughs> yeah. Tron was like on the up and up, but now it seems like it's it's kind of spiraling down just a little bit. Yeah, I, I kept
1: th- seeing it in lists, and then like earlier, or maybe mid to late last week, and then it just I, I don't see it again.
0: Yeah. It, but it's Tron. It will. It will find its moment.
1: Life will find a way. Right.
0: And I was talking to someone about like Tron versus Blue White Control. I was like, Oh yeah, Tron's probably really good against Blue White. And they were like, Oh, they play uh a ton of spreading seas now. I'm like, oh well, now I don't know anymore.
1: Yeah, so um I played a lot of Blue White Control back um I mean I guess this was right before um, you know, our our good friend uh oh, uh the Arisen Acropolis. Hogak, our good friend Hogak. So right before Modern Modern Horizons 1, I played a lot of blue-white control. And I really enjoyed playing that because I felt like there was kind of a 50-50 against Tron. Like, it really wasn't that great. Because, like, if you didn't, like, really cut them off Tron and then stick, like, a Teferi or just start, like, not worrying about what they're doing and beating with a colonnade... Uh, they would eventually, you know, get to ten mana or seven mana, and if you didn't have, uh, cryptic command mana up, you because <laughs> remember this is counter spell was not legal. Um, yep, yeah, would... cryptic command is now not legal too. Right, <laughs> basically, but you know, generally, you know, your place, your play patterns were play land, maybe get a spell snare there, Sylvan Scrying, and then uh, thir- your third land was always filled the ruin because you played four yeah and you know that was fun that was every time that was well every time i played some test games with blue white before the tournament tonight with jacob he was playing tron his signature and not anymore he says but i i had my opener had field of ruin and spreading season i was just kind of laughed at myself i was like this deck has so much more pl- actually no 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 even better let me read back up a little bit he was on the play I had prismatic ending, spreading seas. Then fill the ruin. His first turn one play was map. So I just kind of laughed to myself. I was like, I said, "Wow, I've got such a curve out against Tron now. It's not even funny." Yeah, that's I mean, true. That was something.
0: Prismatic ending is was such a really good card. and so great for the the white color. Where yeah, you just nab the amulet, you nab the expedition map, you nab the ragavan. To, you just
1: like nab literally anything in modern i mean that play pattern that i just described is you know really good against all the big mana decks honestly yeah because you get a you get a nab uh the amulet then you get a maybe turn off cavern souls or get if if they were did something silly and played a bounce land and just have that then you get to turn that off with spreading seas and untap and maybe fill the ruin of cavern whatever (laughs) (laughs) no big deal
0: Right, yeah, th- that was the before times where it's like filled a ruin, they, and you know they leaned on force and to kind of save them. And in, in that spot, what was a second sneaky
1: counterspell. But yeah, uh, I mean, with yeah. with you know we got you got counterspell now. We're playing memory deluge. It's almost just looking at the blue white list. The I when I first started playing blue white control and modern, the only card that is the same is probably supreme verdict. And, and the Planeswalkers. I mean, yeah, I was I was playing Blue-White before Time Reveler and Hero Dominaria, though, too.
0: Oh, sure, 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 sure.
1: But, yes, I mean, those were a bit more, you know, 2019, 2018. Okay, uh, invention. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. I guess Flooded Strand. <laughs> uh, hollowed <laughs> Fountain. Right, even the
0: lands kind of get upgrades, too.
1: Yeah, I mean... You don't have to play 2 or 3 colony now, you have Hall of the Storm Giants as something that doesn't die to Fatal Push so easily. Right. Oh man, yeah. And it's a bit more, you know, it's 1 It's one mana ex- more expensive and it doesn't have Vigilance, so it's almost like it's 2 mana uh, more expensive, but 7-7 seven, seven is no joke.
0: Yeah, and basically you can't really, you have to pay 4 mana for the Fatal Push... Mm-hmm. It, you know, in, in the pre-board game where you have that in your deck. Um, and there's no removal for this post-board. Like, you're not going to keep in Fatal Push against this.
1: No. And if you happen to be playing against a Fill of the Rune deck, I mean, that's a that's a great way to remove it because it's not like the play patterns are going to be where you can tap six mana in your blue-white control deck and activate it. Right, yeah. Like, pay three more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that
0: one something really funny. This was this is just a, a side note. I was playing a deck. It was blue red wizards that Hoagland and uh, Overturf were playing in modern, and I remember this one. It was it was that was a pretty fun deck. Like that's underrated fun for me. Um, I had the oh, I cannot think of the name. <laughs> it's late in the day for me. The red that you tap. Exile 2 cards, shock your opponent. Or shock any target.
1: Uh, shock any target?
0: Yes. Red. T- or it's like tap, exile 2, cards. Light up like... the stage? No, 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 no. This was a creature. It was a creature. Oh! Uh... Mm. <laughs> you know our listeners are yelling at us because yeah, we don't know this
1: you you guys should know this well, you don't they're, know they're, this? They're, they're your listeners i'm just a special guest so oh, okay. i have an excuse okay
0: <laughs> anyway so i'm not gonna dig into it but the red it basically the, it's it's a w- red for one one you get tap it xl two cards and you just shock an opponent so i'm attacking with a muta vault and they have filled rune up so i'm like staring at it um and I get, all right, activate, attack. And they're like, all right, field of ruin. And I'm like, in response, I'll braid my field of ruin because I had no targets against blue-white control. Basically, Stone Rain, he needed the mana more than me because I'm you know, i fine with two and three mana. And he needed more, and I basically turned off a path or something. And it's like, all right, great, now I can shock you. And I was just like able to burn him out with basically counter magic. That deck was so fun.
1: I'm trying to find
0: it now. Oh, yeah. We'll have to go deep in the internet to, to find it at this point. Oh,
1: we're real deep right now. I don't even... This is a creature.
0: It is a creature. I, I, you know what? I'm going to find it. Uh, you know, I, I almost think this will be a card that in... It, oh, he, uh, Hoagland has it as Blue Red Tempo. I think it's still there. Oh, we cut it completely. This is just going so well. <laughs> I mean, I
1: you, you're the expert. Ah,
0: Grim Lava Mancer,
1: good. Yes. Grim oh, okay, okay. I that right because we played in the board the burn sideboard. Okay, I feel bad right. now.
0: Yeah, oh, shame on you. Sorry, I'm sorry, listeners, about my my temporary host Drew.
1: Uh, <laughs> I don't know why when you were saying it, I I was hearing it as when it enters the battlefield at, at Exile two, and oh, then, that's why I was yeah. like light up the stage. Okay, sure. Yeah, Grim yeah, Lava Mancer, you yeah. yeah, exile two cards from the yard. Yeah, yeah. I played that card in my one of my first modern tournaments. Did you? Nice. Yeah, playing good old Bird. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's always bad. It always feels bad.
0: Yeah, blue, blue red wizard. That that's just that was
1: so fun to play. Um, but I mean, just so obviously, decks to expect this week at the twenty k. Um, like you said, uh, Merktide is just a ever present. Um, deck there in modern, uh, burn. It's gonna be there. I just, I, every time that I, every tournament that has been in Texas that is modern, it's always like okay, you know, DFW is this burn-heavy meta, and honestly, like, every time, I don't see it as much as people make it out to be. Yeah. I really don't, and I I, I just feel like a lot of people don't even like playing burn, <laughs> so... I
0: I know I don't. It, it, I, I, I think that's, like... I, I hear that, too, and I don't get it either. I think, like, it's... We have a... Com- like i'm expecting a f- completely competitive uh room of matching players. Oh yeah. Like there'll be, you know, some you know, there'll be some people with playing their their niche deck or whatever. Uh, maybe maybe a little bit more like boomer jund or like zoomer jund a little bit. I like, guess you know people, you know, they cannot let that go. No, sometimes I mean,
1: mid-range jund with Liliana the Veil is just some yeah, people's Blood-Braid jam. Liliana
0: of the Veil, yeah. That, that, you know some you can't you can't cure that sometimes no
1: <laughs> yeah some people are if i'm not playing lily on turn three then i'm playing on turn four with a three three <laughs> or three two whatever yeah it's yeah. bad
0: yeah <sighs> yeah that i just do not just in this economy just john i just can't yeah put Saga and ragaman then we can talk i guess
1: It's just one of those things where, once again, you're relying on a deck where your cards have to line up exactly well against these decks that are streamlining their cards with free spells or super cheap spells that are just meant to just kill you fast. Hammer time is what I'm referencing. So I just... It just... when When it has the cards that line up exactly for that right matchup, it is... A very great deck but i think that more times than not it is not it is yeah. just not great yeah yeah i think sorry Mir- Liliana. Sorry, sorry lily i think Merktide runs rings around you
0: yeah all right let's let's go ahead and go over the the other deck esper reanimator um, yes that that this was a deck that cole and i talked about a few weeks ago we were talking about a few like new decks that we thought might be able to to make its way in uh this is the only one that really did has sticking power because I think like Madred uh, we don't really that hasn't really made uh, tournament results or had really respect from the community. Phoenix also has been uh, for a hot minute it was around then it kind of uh, went back away. I think I think in Pioneer that's where you want to look at Phoenix decks. Agree. Uh, I can't even remember the other deck so I don't think it's like, around just based on my m- poor memory uh, but Espory that was a deck that uh, has been innovated quite a bit uh, and that was a deck I was playing a little bit locally before the dreaded on-call period and it got to a point where it's actually now just a grief solitude deck mm-hmm. uh, grief solitude Ephemerate deck uh, instead of running it's like it's counter magic uh, instead of running a counterspell it's just running this better mid-game plan uh what so one thing what it was joking and uh that grief ephemerate that it's gonna get banned just like that a day zero ban was necessary it never happened because because the 52 cards that went around the grief ephemerate were just kind of kind of crappy um kind of not so it seems not so much anymore you just play it in this reanimator package to go with your Archon of cruelty and and things like that and you just have a good plan. I like this quite a bit.
1: Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong. The original grief uh, ephemerate list and the onset of MH two, those were near Death and Taxes or Stoneforge Mystic Decks. Is that correct?
0: Yeah, I, I wanna say Stoneforge. Uh I don't think death I don't think it was black white taxes. I don't think they were up to that. If it if they were it didn't really stick around like uh, like uh, like Stoneforge Mystic.
1: Right. And yeah, so the Esper Reanimator list I, have, I I believe I first time I saw it was when Aspiring Spike posted a list and yeah, it was running like four main deck counterspell with the Teferi Time Reveler and you know, a lot more permission. I think there might have there might have been even some force negations uh either in the somewhere in the 75, I could be wrong. I'm not sure about his, his first version,
0: but it definitely wasn't in, like, the update, the kind of the tuned when I started playing this with the Counterspell. It would have, like, thought seizes instead.
1: Okay, okay. Um, but, yeah, the, the last few that I've seen the past two weeks have just said, you know what, let's just go all in on these really good cards and just forget about Counterspell. Let's just stick to our game plan because our game plan is actually pretty good. And a lot of us can't a lot of decks cannot interact with it game, game one
0: yeah dude once you draw step thought see someone one time it's it's really hard to to not not have that ability I guess you do have it in the sideboard of, of these newer lists um, but that that was always something really sweet to do and it's a great turn one play yeah. too.
1: I do think that it's a very time roller uh, keeping it is very important because it allows you to do some of the uh, you know like unmarked grave at their end step to set yourself up for uh a really good uh persist i i even had seen uh you know turn four with you know turn three they play teferi turn four uh they have they get an unmarked grave at the opponent's end step and then persist whatever it is that they got out of the deck
0: and that yeah. was really strong certainly i've I've done that too just like all right end step Cast Unmarked Graved, and then untap and persist. Or you know, you just do whatever. Um and you can even like draw like if they're at it you just draw step, cast, persist, into Archon, you just make them discard that card.
1: I do like that one a lot. That brings me back to the days of to Fairy Time Rover and its first uh standard outing, or it's only standard outing, excuse me. But you're at the beginning of it, and you gotta draw step thought erasure people. That was a very strong play in standard. Oh so, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. just borderline the same thing. And I
0: did that a lot in Esper Death Shadow when that was kind of a deck in the Hogek era was uh distress up Thoughtseize. So mm-hmm.
1: good. I just realized and this is super random, but our kind of cruelty um has Nicol Bolas horns behind them. Looks like they're on Cat. Oh, you yeah, it does look like that. Hmm very cool there's no flavor text so i don't know what's going on but (laughs) (laughs) there's no
0: lore in this set no of course
1: not (laughs) that's interesting huh i like
0: it yeah and oh mold drifter ephemerate that's less like that's just good clean living
1: i mean if you're not playing mold drifter right now modern what are you doing right
0: right (laughs) yeah
1: i mean I, i i did play elementals for a hot minute and i think more times than not i did like I had like at least a, you know, winning record compared to losing. So I, elementals is still a very strong deck. I just it seems like it's just an, I I don't know why it's been trending down. It seems like it's more so people are on the yo rhinos if they're playing elementals or the right. uh, you know previously mentioned uh, grief or grief decks or solitude decks. Right. So, although Elementals plays, you know, three if not the best Elementals there is, so I don't know. Right. Yeah. What's funny is, I mean, I I think though that I've also seen a a really big uptick in Yawgmoth as well.
0: You know, that was a deck, uh, and... This this is kind of this was Cole's deck. I remember we looked at deck lists going yeah. back in the pre-MH two days. His Yoggmoth was a deck, a very like niche deck, and Cole would just shit on that deck. Like I don't know why anyone would ever play this. And then one grist later, and he's like, you know what? I like this deck a lot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the man likes his planeswalkers. I don't know if you know that. He has a he has an affinity for Raul. Is it v- Viceroy? Anyone yeah. out there? If you see Cole and you have rallies well, at Viceroy's, give them to him. He'll love you forever.
0: <laughs> right, ah oh, man. Um, and yeah, that's I. You know what? You yeah, I, same thing. And that's the deck I want to build into next. Actually, and I told Cole this, and I jokingly sent him a picture of like uh, a Yawgmoth. Deck because it had wall roots and, and whatever, and it had a siege rhino that was tapped and attacking. I was like, "Yeah, you've been doing it wrong this whole
1: time." <laughs> <laughs> you got splash white for the siege rhino.
0: Right oh, of
1: course. Well, it puts you up, you know, a, a, uh, up that past that threshold where you can combo them without dying first. Right. Yeah, yeah and that's what it's all about.
0: Yeah, he has lightning helix on a, a four mana body and a great attacker too. Oh, siege, rhino,
1: yeah. siege rhino. Siege rhino.
0: That was really my first love. Siege Rhino and Anaphans are the foremost. Just like, right, attack, deal a ton of damage.
1: Those were some good things. Uh, I mean, I kind of, I would agree to a certain extent, but like turn one Thought Thoughtseize, turn two Sylvan Carrot to turn three Siege Rhino was also really good.
0: Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> you can do that in Pioneer. You probably won't win games, but you could
1: do it. You definitely won't win any games, although I have (laughs) lost to a Abzan midrange deck before in Pioneer. That was tough. That that sees all my inverters away. Yeah. How rude. rude.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think I was playing I I think I was playing Oops All Spells and Opponent Turn 3 and of the 4. I was was like, well, I'm just dead. (laughs) Because that's literally like my deck. It's like you're, you're going to kill my creatures. And I was mm-hmm. completely cold to that.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, if you look at. Just looking. I just feel like modern has just become, though. Well, at least with the online metagame, it's just four and five color decks. If I'm being completely you, yeah. honest.
0: Yeah. Like a little bit of. Uh, well, there's still some like monocolored or like two color decks too, like blue red, blue white,
1: hammer. But oh, if that's still there. Well, I mean, outside that, like I mean, if we just five color blink, four color that, dredge, four color brink, oh. indomitable creativity.
0: You know, one thing I was I was discussing with someone uh, yesterday actually was in the team unified because that's a, a we, that's like I think that's pretty pretty neat to like build a format around like all right we get three decks and we have to like you know divide our our card pool basically into these piles like if i'm playing this you can't play that and it's you know, team unified and before it it was like you get one veil of summer deck you get one bolt deck and you get one you know whatever you like you limit like you break down a single card and then you're like all right you could play you could play the bolt deck you could play burn or like blue red you know whatever and then you get one Veil summer so you get one green deck and now it's just like what's what's the what's the split because it's like Ragavan Darcy that's a deck you get Urza Saga you get like the green sideboard cards like endurance and force of vigor cuz those go so they hit so many decks it's and just like there a, some decks include two of those like Jun Saga obviously includes like basically all those cards and then uh, there's just so many like, you get, or I guess like one cascade deck, but that that you know that uses those great sideboard cards too, and just, it just, I almost thought it might actually be more difficult, even though the expanded card pool from MH2, like so a lot of uh, decks have adopted a lot of those cards.
1: Yeah, I mean, a lot, some of the overlapping cards definitely just like. Uh, Force negation, um, the uh, the any of the elementals, especially solitude for sure. Um,
0: you're right. I don't think any. I don't think you could talk someone into letting you play elementals deck. No, right
1: you would turn like. I mean, the elementals is even sometimes like if you're going off canisters list. I mean, we're playing four Teferi Time Reveller, uh, two right. lightning bolt, four prismatic endings. I mean, you're yeah. just you're hogging all the all the good stuff. Right. <laughs> Imagine if you're, you're like
0: I want to play four color Yorian crashing footballs, uh, and you're like, no, that's like every car. <laughs> yes,
1: I think that if uh, I were to be on a team for a team unified modern right now, I would be looking at potentially just going with like three color rhinos, teamer rhinos. So you're you're the fury force negation deck, then blue white control because. Blue White Control no longer plays Force Negation. So you get away with being able to play Chalice of the Void, which is really good right now. You get uh you get Teferi Time Raveler, which is really good right now, and you, you're the Solitude player. And then for the third list, I would probably say like Tron, because Tron is actually pretty good in Team Unified, I, I feel like. Because the hate is kinda not quite as good against Tron, depending if you get lucky in the matchup, um, because you know only so many decks can play Field of the so many decks can play Blood Moon, and you know, goes on and on. That or you know maybe Titan. No, not Titan. It's it's your Saga deck. Actually, do you even list the Saga deck? No, I didn't. Could play it.
0: <gasps> No, I didn't. So I'm on your team. Yep. I solved
1: I solved this formula. <laughs> I have solved the formula.
0: So there's no easy way to transition. So I'm going to just say Cole's now entered the the room, and uh, he's going to talk with us a little bit. Yay! Uh, <laughs> so that's a seamless transition. We were chatting a lot. We're going to add a lot of stuff to the end of the episode for you guys. Just random uh, goofing around about the, some of the new cards. We're going to have a special episode later. But Cole, how have you been?
3: i good. Just had a. I I missed the first half of this, or really first seventy five percent of this. Uh, because I had a, an emergency come up, but I've uh, only heard good things that y'all talked about uh, discussing the 20k coming up.
0: Right, so we already did this with with each of us about what we'd play. Uh, Drew, just to kind of quickly catch you up, Drew said he'd probably just play Rhinos uh, with blue-white control in his back pocket. Uh, I said Titan, but he I'm kind of persuaded a little bit with uh, Dressdown Shadow. I feel like Maybe I could make a mistake this weekend, but I'm not sure.
1: I told Brent that you know it requires a highly skilled player, so <laughs> so probably I probably won't play it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. So so same question for you. I know you're also. Uh, I think you were said you were leaning towards playing Pokemon that weekend, but if you were playing in the 20k, where would you be leaning?
3: So my answer. Uh... And I know people are, are, are tired of hearing it, but it's still definitely just Yawgmoth. I think, because of my confidence with the deck, is, it will stay that way. Like, I think it would take a really hard converse... Like, you, you'd have to convert me onto something else. I, I don't think I would willingly um. move to a different uh, deck right now. I definitely think, for me, Yawgmoth would be the play. It has play against a lot of the format, especially with how well I did at the 1k... Um, it has definitely, like, boosted my ego about
0: it. And, you know, Yawgmoth, that's a deck where, I was telling uh, Drew this just before, that's, I finally am at the point where I'm like, you know, this deck, I think it it's finally stapled itself as a deck in the metagame. I think maybe before, when you started playing it, I don't think it was there yet. It was just kind of... Uh, you can count out to be in the five zero and stuff like that, but I think it's really been picking up, and now regular people are starting to really respect it and and really enjoy it. And it definitely, is, it's stabilized as in the top of the MTG goldfish metagame. I, so I think like I think it's I think we're at that point. I actually, that's the deck I want to build next, personally. Is is just good old Yoggles.
3: I definitely like the deck. I will say, it is the most stressful deck I've ever played in my life, so, you know... Uh, if you have a weak heart, I definitely wouldn't build into it. <laughs> but, uh, otherwise, I, I really like where it's been, and how it's performed. I mean, Grist has definitely, uh, converted me, so... And I, I was playing Yagmoth before they started playing, like, 3 Grist, and now that I've, uh, played 3 Grist, I'm like, why would you ever be anywhere else in life?
0: <laughs> I just I do feel like it just kind of saves you. It's just extra fodder. And it's just like an underrated planeswalker too. I know people like it. They think it's like the best MH2 planeswalker, and they're right. But it's it's so much. It's actually just actually like a very good planeswalker. The
2: problem
3: with saying it's the best MH2 planeswalker is that the fight there's there's not a lot you're fighting against. Like, the one that got the most hype besides Grist, and even Grist didn't really get that much hype, was, uh, what's the Esper one called? Dakon. Dakon. Yeah, because everybody was like, oh, you just cheated an artifact into play, or, you know, downtick exile uh, a non-land permanent. You know, stuff like that, and I definitely wasn't sold on Dakon. I was like, eh, he's okay. And I'll be honest with you, I wasn't really sold that much on Grist, I just thought Grist was kind of just unique. I thought, to me the first time i read grist i was like oh he's that cool like fringy planeswalker kind of thing like you'll play against a dude that coco's into that and you'll like high five him because you thought that was really cool
0: right right, right sure I
1: mean, that, that that's why sorry that fact alone made me made gris the card that i was most excited for for a planeswalker in the set though <laughs> Oh, I, yeah, wanted, no, I, I just... went, at the time i was like i want to timmy into this thing
3: yeah for me it was <laughs> a big a real big sell was uh just yeah like you could cord into it you could cocoa into it and i was like dude i just want to put him into play by cheating
0: and just like turn to him with with a dork it's, it's so easy
2: mm-hmm. also
3: just i'm a big sucker for art and grist has like some of the most dope art <laughs>
0: Like ever. has a lot of art too for being in only being printed one time or one set. I think his etched
3: or his sketch art is still to me like one of the coolest arts he's ever gotten because you literally can't tell what what is supposed to be on there.
1: Well, I mean, every card has like five arts now. It's first printing now, so that's yeah. That's right, is that honestly though, really so... <laughs> you can't even tell in your trade binder the difference between fractured sanity and. Any of the other, uh, sketch blue cards? Yeah, I mean... Dress Down? It's,
3: um... Like, to me... I mean, if we're gonna go on this tangent for just a second, to me, like, I think that's okay, because it definitely makes it to where, uh... Like, if you're getting into the game, it's a little cheaper on you. True. But I definitely think it definitely removes quite a bit of the, uh... You know like the oh I pulled a really expensive card cuz I don't I don't think we're ever going to really get back to like where though Uro had like two different arts he was like you know $100.
1: Yes. Mhm. Forever.
3: Yeah, I mean like <laughs> Uro was infinite amount of money. And I mean yeah. it makes sense cuz you know literally every human ever was playing him so I mean I I wouldn't uh I wouldn't blame you. I'd still resent you if you showed up with an Uro and you're 75. But I wouldn't blame you.
1: I'd get you banned. <laughs> I'd get you banned. <laughs> hey, if you do it in Legacy. Oh, you're right, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Drew.
3: Play a, play Legacy with Uro. Uh-huh.
0: He's my commander, Drew. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, no, that's a Wait, no, he's not. Okay.
3: I mean, sorry, you can have him as your commander, but, I mean, you
0: just gotta, you gotta cast him and then put him
3: straight in your graveyard. <laughs>
0: nah, I just keep, I'll just put him right back in the commander zone.
3: Yes, five mana to growth spiral now. I mean, yeah. I mean... <laughs> Perfect, I'm winning. <laughs>
0: right into my trap.
1: <laughs> just like Golos, he just sets you up where he, he casts himself again. I mean, now as well hey man, as Golos, If we're, but... if
3: we're banning Golos, we need a ban row he also ramps.
1: well Golos
0: is banned yeah he is
3: that's what I'm saying if we're if if we're banning Golos which we did then we need to ban Uro because he also ramps and draws a card oh my god ridiculous
1: Right.
0: in my I need to build Modrotha deck he will definitely be in that deck Mm -hmm. Golos or Uro uh, the legal one. <laughs> yeah, I was
3: like, uh, that's why I was really curious. I was like, what are we talking Go-
0: about? Dude, Golos is pretty hot. Like, I've I've activated it at, in Titan, in Karn. Well, Which first or- off,
3: my big thing, my two big things about that sentence was, Golos is banned, yes. But Golos is also technically five-color in Commander. And you were talking about
0: Madrolf the tech. <laughs> <laughs> No, I was talking about Uro the whole time, though.
3: No, I know, that's what I'm saying, that's why I was confused.
1: Okay. I mean, the only time that you want to activate Golos is in Tron with Cascading Cataract, so... Good
3: lord, I never did... No! That's a lie. Okay, so, when Jagantha came out, like, and Companions were busted. I remember I texted Brent about this, too, when this happened. I... You know, everybody was talking about Lurrus. And I built Tron with Jogatha, and I free-rolled Jogatha, because at first I was like, yeah, you know, Lurrus is busted, obviously, being a a 3-mana... 3-2 that wins the game. Uh, basically. Yeah, you know, it's pretty good, but I was like, you know, what decks could play other companions just freely? And I was like, you know what? Uh, Tron doesn't play any color like double color spells, so like you can play Gigantha. And uh, I remember I played Etch, Monstrosity and Golos. Uh, if you don't know what Edge Monstrosity does, better that way.
0: I'm looking it up. Oh please, uh, please look it up. All right, it's a f- okay. I'm gonna read it because I, I our listeners may not know it too. And, yeah, no, go for five mana. Yeah, five mana for artifact creature golem. It's a ten ten. Etch monstrosity enters the battlefield with five minus one minus one counters on it. So effectively, it enters as a five five. Yep. Pay Wooburg. So white blue black red green. Remove five minus one minus one counters from Etch Monstrosity.
3: Oh, god oh no keep going there's an extra part of that oh
0: yeah oh so you, that's the cost to have a target player draw three cards Hell yeah <laughs> you
3: know, to, i was five out a league when that was legal with that oh my god down take card etch monstrosity I, I don't know what a put it in Bridge bridges <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god Maybe maybe, maybe maybe goalless is a little better target. Uh,
3: there there's a goalless too. There was two goalless in the main. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
3: But you okay. just you know you needed the free uh free uh free card. In your wishboard, what else are you playing in your wishboard? Loser. Uh, <sighs> any <laughs> artifact that's better than that, literally none. can not you play <laughs> Michael Synth Lattice then? No, that got banned because you already uh, got like, banned. Okay. Yeah, because companions got banned when. Uh, or, Companions came out when COVID first hit, like, hard. Right, right. Yeah. Because Luris didn't w- see the light of day in paper. In the, you know, as a, uh, three During... drop from the Companions, so. Yeah. Thank God.
0: Lattice would be fine right now. I'll, yeah. I'll die on the cell.
3: I, oh, I know you will.
0: Yeah. You'll be with me, though, right?
3: Yeah, I'm with that.
0: Maybe I'm, lattice...
3: a, I'm also big on bridge
0: getting banned, but you know what? That's... Uh, oh, yeah, I think I'm on the, I'll be on the hill with you.
1: Maybe lattice is exactly what Tron needs to still lose to Hammer. <laughs> 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 Could you imagine your? your...
3: So you're like a Tron player, and you down take on turn three to go get a lattice, and then your opponent like reveals like four hammers and a cigar cigarraza, <laughs> and you're like, oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> you got it. You're you're like, yeah, I forgot where we were. I'm sorry.
0: Wait, that orthopter is still a ten twelve, right? <laughs> like, Man, I'm still
1: in I'm still in January 2020. You're 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 in the current. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's
3: all right. I, to- I totally forgot. Let me catch back up here. Oh right, I'm dead. Right, oh, I'm sorry. Oh yeah. <laughs> Silly me, I forgot. Weird. Good old good old lattice. Or yeah, oh yeah, and uh, yeah, and there's still that like, you could Karn minus get lattice cast lattice, and they have like a ten twelve. They just kill Karn. Yeah, easy. And then you uh, like you're still still stuck. Or if they play uh, uh null Rodney, then you're both stuck. Except they have a tutu. (laughs) And you don't.
0: (laughs) And uh, you will lose to that tutu.
3: Yeah. You will just die. That was it. GG's for you. High five your opponent. Tell them good games. And uh, tell them to never talk to you in person ever or you will uh, scream at them. (laughs) You know, as you do. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, You know. I know we're getting near the end of the episode, but uh, I do like to ask any of our people that come on. Drew, if you could have a card on BAM, what would you like unbanned?
1: banned Oh, man. You know, I think about this actually quite a bit. And... Oh, that's a good start. <laughs> if you want to be
0: banned from this podcast, you would name Arkham's Astrolabe.
1: Uh, if you want to be literally my
3: favorite human ever, it'd be Hogag.
1: Um, Alright, so I'll meet you in the middle. I'm going to go. I, You know, I had a lot of fun with Faithless Looting. I really did. I, I really like that card, even though it's probably too strong oh. in red. But man, oh man, did I enjoy me some Phoenix.
3: <sighs> I mean, is Phoenix still a deck? It's been a while since we talked about it in the podcast. Look,
1: I've, I've, I've seen it get played in paper, and... Uh, not even, good? <laughs> yeah. I did lose to it on my Rhinos list, but of course... Um, I, the I both games one and two were the dreaded. Uh, I I miss land drop three hands. For yeah, it's it's like really three or four with, turns in a row.
3: It's weird with rhinos because like, rhinos has like the best on curve, but like it, it's super bad for rhinos if you miss that third land. Mm-hmm. It like really it is. It's almost like you can't recover. Like how bad.
1: Yeah, and you know I I've seen Jacob. More times than not keep a one lander and end up drawing land two and three right back to back and I'll just look at him like you're a monster. But but that's 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 just Jacob though. Yeah, of course. Dude, dude's but, insane. Nobody else can do that.
3: No, I would never. <laughs> and he will have like like Force plus Shardless Agent plus Violet Outburst.
1: Somehow, some way.
3: Yeah, like and it's like, oh yeah, cool. Cool cool story.
1: I mean yeah, I,
3: I, I think that's, I, uh, at the 1k, I think, uh, forgetting his name and I'm so bad, but my Rhino's
1: opponent,
0: Nick. Near, Nick. Yeah,
3: yeah. Mr. Tardiff. Uh, yeah, he, he kept a one-lander and he got punished for it. I think it was a like game two.
1: Yeah, I usually, myself, don't keep the one-landers, but I do keep the two-landers I think, with I fire think there's ice. An arg-
3: I think there's an argument for two-lander, though.
1: Yeah. I, I, I like two-lander with fire ice. That one's pretty solid usually, and I it's 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 worked out for me more times than it has not I feel like yeah, I would you've, keep a you've one. Done it I,
0: as a, as mm-hmm. amulet, I would if, if it had two amulets and the land was maybe Urza Saga, I would keep a one lander.
3: Yeah, but then like that's basically yeah. just saying like you're on turn three, your your land drop becomes tap for six.
0: Yeah, so I would keep a one. lander Yeah, so play, that, but like, that's different 30, than like rhinos, thirty
1: something lands as opposed to like the. The nineteen or twenty we play in rhinos. That oh, just
0: just you know, we're talking about keeping one landers here. Yeah, but we're talking about
1: keeping one landers in decks that make uh, four fours. You know, in a fair way. Yeah, it is fair. I don't
0: make four fours. You make an unfair way.
3: You make a six six.
0: Yeah, right. It's even worse.
3: (laughs) Yeah, two four with no abilities attached to it whatsoever. None. None. Literally zero. Worthless. You literally play this red land that also has no text on it. It's weird.
1: Well, okay. I don't get your deck. Your your deck doesn't make sense. Team of Rhinos List is playing 24 lands. Maybe we are playing more than I thought. Hmm.
3: Are you not playing your
1: Rhinos? Uh, We are not playing your Rhinos. We did discuss that, though. (laughs) (laughs) We're (laughs) all trying to get Jacob to do it for the... (laughs) 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 He's very off that.
3: Yeah, I, I talked to him a little bit about it, and he just immediately just made it.
1: Yes, what I are, definitely,
3: I definitely think there's a difference from paper and moto.
1: I agree. Um, I think that you would go to time a lot, and if you played your rhinos, um, <laughs> just like sitting there shuffling it and then cascading, and you know, I've gone to more than halfway through my deck before hitting the very first crashing footballs it happens. So if you're doing that in 80 cards, uh uh or should Eight? I say 50 or I mean 70. Because, you know, you've drawn through you've drawn your seven and then you draw three times. <laughs> and then you draw three times. Yeah. I mean, you play they play like
3: Omnath right? They're like like an amalgamation.
1: Yep. I mean, but you know, it on the other end and I I've said this before. So if you're listening to this all the way through, I'm repeating myself, but the Elementals package does give you some late game after the all the crashing footfalls have been countered.
3: Yeah, or like a chalice on zero, or or right.
1: necromentia by your Yawgmoth opponent. Yeah, and it, you know if not you're on not turn two when you need it, you're, you're not in the game two or three where you can just endurance yourself. So you need some game one ways. To oh my make god, it
3: like you happen. could do that! That's genius. I totally oh, forgot should, about that. Should I
1: not have said that? Is that is that the 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 Rhino secret strategy that no one knew about? No, but <laughs> I, I, I guess that
3: does make sense to just yeah.
1: You boarded in. No, you still boarded in against control right now because uh, you, you you just get to refill your, your your deck again. You get to reload. It's also just a,
2: a thirty four.
0: Yeah. No, you just no. You get uh, Goblin Dark dwellers uh-huh
3: uh-huh uh-huh <laughs> yeah we, we just talked about having a problem getting up to three and <laughs> <people> <laughs> to get five? Up to five
2: i mean we you're already all uh you're five gonna, like turn
3: six, six on three lands still and you're like yeah that'd
0: be really cool if i drew two labs you know what you, uh, you need a five drop at your, <laughs> in
1: your deck. you know what i'm cutting four fury so i can play four goblin dark dwellers let's do it if oh, you yeah, cascaded
3: listen, and revealed that or like didn't reveal that but like <laughs> you know it's in the pile and I'm like, yeah, real quick. Can I take a look at that? I swear I just saw something weird. And you just take a look, and you're like, what the fuck is that? Did you? Did, is this a proxy fury?
1: And they're like, you're like,
3: no, it's a goblin, goblin darkwaller. What do you mean it's proxy fury? And you're like, you're like, do you know where you are right now?
1: <laughs> this is 2016. I know it is.
3: <laughs> I know where I am. Battle just came out. This card's insane. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you target your Ruinous Path, kill that. Whoa. <laughs> yeah,
3: I don't remember. I knew that card saw substandard, but I just don't remember what you were getting back with that. I think K Command was one of them that people got back.
1: Um. Yeah, uh, yeah that was a thing that happened. It's a 4-4,
3: right? It's like a
1: 5-minute 4-4. Yeah.
0: Then yeah. you get your other Garblin Dark Rollers in the graveyard, you pick it back up.
3: Oh my god. <laughs> and then you have like a Silimgarh Command in there too. <laughs> The bad command.
1: So good.
3: Hey, Ojitai's command, somebody, I think it was Drew actually, that said it was close to cryptic. Uh,
1: yeah, dude, it's Ojitai's command is cryptic command as long as they're casting a creature spell. (laughs) You counter draw. You counter draw. I'm just saying. Oh dear.
2: (laughs) Uh, It's situational
1: cryptic command. I'm just saying. You're
3: just sitting there, and you're just like, hey man, if you cast a knock creature spell, I swear to god.
1: I got you. <laughs> <sighs> oh dear.
2: I would scream, it, I'm
3: not gonna lie.
1: And, 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 it's like... It gains two life, right, or something? It gains four life, and then oh. you, you also... Honestly, Ojutai's Command, what it normally did was that it reanimated Jace. Friends Wait, it reanimated? Return target uh, creature card drop. with converted mana cost two or less from your graveyard to the battlefield.
3: Yeah, I honestly don't remember mm. a lot of what Ojutusk fan did. Apparently, well, it was—it's
1: was a, a pretty good card. It was generally a stock one of in the list that it was in. <laughs> so it but, reanimated two or less
0: for life. Counter creature spell, draw a card,
1: pick mm. two. But when it got there, it got there. Well, I've definitely had it
3: cast against me, but I guess I just never read it. Mm-hmm. Honestly, mm-hmm. now thinking back, there could, somebody could have just cast O-Jive span and just said it did whatever they wanted. I would have totally believed it. <laughs>
0: <Re-animated> <laughs> oh, Coach, draw three, counter right the spell, bounce your <laughs> your your. So i like,
3: recall and bounce your Jace, and I'm like, yeah, dude, that sounds about right. <laughs> How much mana Re- is that card? Five. Yeah, you're right. I'll put it back.
1: Wait, you're reanimating my own Siege I right know. All right, that seems good. <laughs> yeah, dude. Why wow, the card's, the cards insane. Why don't I
3: play this card? <laughs> Can I read it? No. Okay, cool. That's fun too. I believe it. It's what colors? It's blue and white, and it reanimated by Siege Rhino? Wow, weird. (laughs) Not only Black did that, that's crazy. Oh, it also grows Spirals? Dude, what a weird card.
1: (laughs) Wait, this thing is Uro? Uro's not even out yet. What is- what?
3: (laughs) Wait, what does this thing do? It it wishes for a card in your cyborg also? Weird. It's pure from the abyss? What is this card? (laughs) For four mana? Was it five? Was it four or five?
1: It's four mana. It's four mana. Yeah. It's uh, Zorius and two generic.
3: What do you mean this card also has a Tarkus command written on it? (laughs) By the way, best command ever. I I mean. The best command
0: ever, Commandeer. I'm leaving. The podcast is officially over. I'm I'm ending it. it. That's a good spot to end on, Brent. Thank
3: you for ruining my (laughs) night. uh, I'm glad we had this conversation. I'm glad that I had a family emergency come up. I was like, man, I really need to go on the podcast tonight. I was really enjoying myself. There's a lot of bonus content at the end of the episode tonight (laughs) that if you want to listen to, you're really going to enjoy it. And then Brent just had to make a stupid joke like that. Literally ruining my whole night. Uh, I'm now going to go to work tomorrow in a fit of rage. Uh, and uh, yeah, Brett, thank you. That was all you.
0: Oh, wow, with this oh. primal commit, too. <laughs> what think?
1: is life? What is life?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jermokas Command. We were talking about that earlier. That's a good I, I mean, I mean, I
1: mean,
3: d- I definitely think for standard's sake, I think Jermokas Command was probably the best one. Agreed. Uh, yes. like but i mean also that was in the time that was like green white tokens was like real deal deck
1: well green white tokens and also it got a lot of play in uh band company as well
3: yeah any like i remember Avicen fought a lot of creatures Mm
1: -hmm.
2: yeah i'll
3: flash in Avicen, give all my stuff indestructible and then i'm gonna throw my Avicen at it (laughs) it's like what
1: the hidden mode? it it
3: fought right it was like plus one plus one and fight and then like sack an enchantment and prevent damage
1: from a yep. red yeah. uh or it, wasn't red. All, it was a red no sorcery. yeah all damage from a target insert sorcery yeah that was the kind of the hidden mode though
3: uh people forgot about that because i think crackling doom deals damage to a creature mm-hmm. and people were like god let command that and i'm like or is it creature and deal damage to player i don't remember
1: it's creature and deal damage to player i thought yeah yeah creature with the highest power damage but then it's just like the uh, Tarkus command had the hidden ability of uh, you know everyone knew the plus one plus one, but they forgot that it gave it reach. Yes. Yeah. gave it all your. A lot of people
3: reach. also forgot that it had the hidden text of skull crack that they could yep. mm-hmm. life.
0: Yeah, Boros Boros Charm also has hidden text. Oh, indestructible. Yeah.
3: Yeah, that um, one's less hidden though. And double usually...
0: strike sometimes in yeah. very rare cases.
3: Usually, the the big thing for Boros Charm is. Uh... Like it definitely is just the deal for, mm-hmm. but I have had some people like, because it's just permanent, skin indestructible. By the way, so I've had games where I'm like, yeah, I'll just nuke that thing, and they're like, four star. And I'm like, oh, weird.
2: <laughs> what
3: a neat two drop. Thanks, opponent. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. I thought you were gonna deal four with me. I already wrote in my life total that you were dealing four with me. with that? <laughs> I that was one of those like weird concession things, where you know you just want to play your card even though you're losing. Nope, you're just giving that. You're giving that indistingu- Oh, I'm lo- I'm losing now. I'm losing now. Okay, I got it. <laughs> your damping sphere is still there. Got it. Understood. But I need to claim it.
0: I'm hearing you say this, and I feel like this is like a one-sided conversation that would be at the magic table too. <laughs> Oh, it totally is. <laughs> like the opponent just staring at you, holding the card, just like, please, just, just move on. <laughs> they're just
3: shaking and sweating. They have not said a word.
0: Right, and they're like, you know, their eyes are looking at the ju- the judge that's not paying attention. Like, hey, can you? Can yeah, they're you just help frantically this?
3: looking back and forth, like, like eyeing me and the judge. So you're meaning, so you're you're. Oh, I okay, I see. So I okay, so I that stays. And you're not dealing four to me, but I wrote that da- Okay, so I'm, all right, so I'm the silly goose today. Okay, I, I think I gather, all right. Can I reread that real quick? I'm sorry, I, I, I you know, I swear I read that as deal four. <laughs> oh
0: my gosh.
3: Hey man, I'll have a whole conversation with myself. All right, Brent, you want
0: to end it here? Yeah, that's as good a time as any. Um, at least we didn't end on y'all shit talking me about coming <laughs> <So laughs> here. T- t- you know, I should have just like done a hard cut there. Oh, I think I would have. I think I would have. Like right at like, all right, we're just gonna end it there and just like end of episode. Oh,
3: <laughs> uh, but then all the bonus content.
0: No. Oh, yeah, yeah, we have the bonus cut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so if you hung around this far yeah check out the bonus content we're going to talk about um just other stuff you know it's it's unscripted
3: yeah it's literally i i get back and we immediately start talking about a bunch of other stuff it's a lot of fun
0: right and then i was like hey instead of that let's talk about scripted stuff and have less fun yeah because
3: brett's our party pooper
1: he wanted to talk about monogreen ponza
0: or something weird i don't know Oh, ooh, yeah. yeah. We can do that real quick. Right, yeah, up the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll end it here. Uh, Drew, thanks a lot for, for coming in, uh, filling uh, Cole's shoes for us and talking about about your shit, about rhinos and all that fun stuff. Of
1: course. I, I appreciate being on with you guys on the uh, Yawgmoth Amulet podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I didn't
3: get to say I know I said this for like, Roger and everybody. Drew's a good friend of mine. I'm really happy he stepped in and managed to fill my shoes, even though they're tiny feet. Um,
1: Mine are smaller. Uh, I bet they are. Um, for
3: coming <laughs> oh. in, he's a, to me, he's one of the best Magic players I know, so I'm very happy that he got to come on and give his two cents uh, about that. And I would, I'm very excited to look forward on having him back on.
1: Well, I I would love to be back on. Be a, another special guest. It's a guest. You'd
0: be a guest. Oh, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, Brent, you just took everything that was bad and made it worse.
0: I couldn't even let you have that. <laughs> you know, I couldn't even let him leave with that. Just... <laughs> okay, but we'll call it there. Thanks everyone for listening, and we'll catch you guys next time. Okay, so we're going to do a slight edit because uh, as you see, Drew calls in. Yes. Call enters. We'll mark that. I, I don't think it'll be a problem with this.
1: Oh, he's gone. He said give give us a second. Alright.
0: Cool. You you know that split actually might work. I'm telling White, you, I know.
1: I know these things. Yeah, you know You're you're more than just good looks. I know, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, so, so, Team Unified's fun. I love it. I love thinking about Decks like that. I I, I really loved
0: cool. the breakdown that. Uh... Oh, Cole just rejoined the, like the 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 trio that I had. I I really liked. We had Titan, Tron, and uh, Breach. We actually only had three colors. Straight mm-hmm. off, funny enough. Mm-hmm. That was it had, that was
1: really fun. I would love to do a tournament like that again. Like, I mean, so the overlap with. Um, I was thinking like is it just dispute dispute is, well i blue mean why doesn't that play like di- blue white doesn't play dispute anymore that's that's what I wasn't sure of yeah, and you, you the only kind of overlap is the mana base, but since there's so many blue fetches you can you can fix that that's easy
0: right, and even like blue white don't I definitely have a slim amount of fetches anyway,
1: yeah, you get your full set of flooded strands and then like they Usually kind of go one Pluto Delta, one Scalding Tarn, one Misty, but you can that's let... Easy. You can let... Yeah, you, you let uh, Rhinos have the four Misty and the four Scalding Tarn, and you can do the Pluto Deltas as three. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's not bad. Are it. we talking about
3: for team trios? Yes. Yeah. Y'all are wild. <laughs> What's the what was, yeah. We're
1: madmen? What's
3: a trio? Blue-white Rhinos and what...
1: Uh, blue tron. eye and tron. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, 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 amulet. 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 Yes. We made there's room no for Brent.
0: Brent. Always. There's always room for Brent.
3: Where you can have. Oh well. You there's. Could there's, have your there's uh, you have a lot of. With with blue eye and rhinos being your two decks, you have a lot of random third decks. Well,
0: there's there's endurance and force of vigor in both.
2: Ooh,
0: yeah. <gasps> mm. Breeding pool. Oh no. Alright, it's gotta be Yogg. Yeah, but you lose endurance. Yeah. Yeah, it's just
3: gotta be Tron, right?
0: Yeah, it's gotta
1: be Tron because Tron can get away without force of vigor. But there's no Saga decks. We gotta make have a Saga deck. No, you just deck. have Hammer. Yeah. Yeah, that's true.
0: Wait, ha- there's hammer and blue white. There's no is there any overlap?
3: No, because hammer's just white.
1: Prismatic and Ink. I think
3: Yeah, but you could just is play. Hammer path. For that?
1: That's true. Yeah. Oh, Hammer doesn't even play prismatic ending, does it? No. no it doesn't. No, yeah, you I
0: don't think I so. It's just two colors.
1: Yeah, thought, see, Yeah, that might be the split. Uh, this hammerless has rest in pieces as a cyborg card.
3: Yeah, but I think you can get away without it.
1: Yeah, you can you can play a little I think you just be like the
3: for it idea of like if I lose I lose.
1: Yeah. You can also yeah. play okay. uh spell bomb too, because you made black. Play some, well I know there's game. like another like
3: to... black white hammer.
0: Wait, 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 do we do we want to you want me to kind of like have a breathe like not intro but like say, Oh now we have coal entering or something, or do we just No, like... that, yeah you, yeah if you want to. Okay. Just just to kind of I don't even know how to do this in mid podcast.
3: Just or or you, I could just join. It doesn't really matter. Okay. There's a there's a uh, pioneer deck in the five O league with team ascendancy oh. for modern.
0: What? It, I haven't looked into it. It's ignoble
3: Boy, it. bone crusher spellbreaker ronis clothis, bloodbraid, domri both like both domries and then teamer ascendancy.
0: Well, I thought you meant like a literal someone miscued and just five out anyway. I mean
3: that's what that looks like.
0: Well, you said ignoble, and I'm like, that's a pretty strong card.
3: It's just a noble hierarch.
0: It's just a... It's, it it's makes just, black. It's a big deal. No, I'm just saying, it's... It, okay, It looks it's like no different turn, than... It looks like someone's favorite cards. Turn it's to Liliana <laughs> the cool.
3: Veil. No different than Elvish Mystic.
0: <laughs> Basically the exact same I, Yeah,
3: duh. actually, Elders Mystic's better. It has power.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> Teamer Ascendancy. Yeah, this is just like
1: this kid's having fun. I mean, it sounds like we're talking about a Pioneer deck almost.
3: Yeah, yeah. it's almost like somebody. Yeah, but the,
0: but as as we as we just said, there's Ig- Iggy, there's shut, shut shut blood Bloodbraid. Shut up. I mean, Noble arc.
3: Yeah, there's this one deck that looks like a Pioneer deck. It plays, uh, four Yawgmoth, and Physician. <laughs> it's kinda weird. Three Gris of the Hunger Tide. Damn, this, this is a Pioneer deck.
1: Yeah, I oh just hear Ascendancy and I think of the, uh, I mean, Jeskai Ascendancy is a Pioneer deck now.
3: Yeah, I, I don't even remember what the teamer one does.
1: Okay, you're not giving me
0: a window to introduce you, so shut up.
1: Okay. Oh, after a break from our sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll oh, do you
0: sponsors.
1: have do you
0: have a problem getting it up? I'll be an ad. I'll be erectile dysfunction <laughs> ad because I know Roger's a listener. So. Oh my god. No, we're. <laughs> oh, well, I guess give you the
3: rundown of what all y'all talked about
0: before. Okay. Well, we we kind of did all of it uh, as far as like the topics we wanted to cover. Culp, or, um, Drew. Put in like we went over the twenty k uh, decks that we think are good and that we would play, and then we talked about we just finished talking about Esper Reanimator. Oh right, right. Well
3: yeah, I didn't figure me joining was gonna be that long, so
1: we could just go over like
3: because Drew, you're going right, or are you not? Oh no, you have the test.
1: Yeah, I have, I have, I have to take my test, so I, I don't get a play. Yeah, Jacob messaged me okay. and was like, "Can I
3: listen to this live?" and I was like, "What the fuck?"
0: No. That's what I he asked for a link. I just kind of ignored him because I was gonna tell him I'm just busy <laughs> doing this. I'll, I'll, I'll. T- it'll probably be out th- Thursday. It should be out Hell Thursday. yeah!
1: You mean I gotta listen to it on my way to my test? I love it. I'm, uh, I'm,
3: I'm curious to listen to it. I, usually I never really listen to them that much because I, you know, I was a part of it. But uh, I'm very curious to listen to y'all's because I'm curious what y'all talked about.
1: We talked about you the whole time and how much we love you. I very much doubt that. We, we, we,
0: I, gave you sh- I, I gave you shit for, like, hating Yawgmoth until Grist happened, and now you Oh, I'm it. so
2: happy you did. I had,
3: I had a people tr- message me about that, too, because people are finding out I used to shit on Yawgmoth so hard, because we've talked about it in the podcast.
0: Oh yeah. It was like every time you could not it's like we would go through deck lists. Oh it was every time you would stop and like hey Brent look at this fucker. I hate this deck. Every time. I
3: still don't think it was good back then. Oh my god, I just realized this one in the 5-0 league plays three fucking mainboard thoughts. Dude's a man man. (laughs) madman.
0: I don't know, there's no seed rhino. I'm really
3: curious about that list you said.
0: No, I think I think just someone was goofing around and like, haha! Check this out. I don't I think I don't think there's no way I didn't know, know the pilot right. was there.
3: I mean, I guess if you're splashing no. white, you could play two seed right now, I guess. But like, is
0: th- is that is that why we splash white? Well, like, so
3: my thing is like, here's my thought process on that. Is that really better than just Eldritch Evolving? <laughs> yeah, well, like here's my like because you're going to four, right? Like that's your that's your. Eldritch is your two to four. So, like, right. I've, yeah. I, when you sent me that, I really did think for a hot minute, like, how many times that would just you not know, be better than getting a Grist or a Yawk Moth. W-
2: would it? No, like, it would w- not.
3: I could, like, it, it has trample, right? It's a four or five with trampler. Trample?
1: It yeah. Has, uh, obviously, it yeah.
3: helixes. Right. You know what? You know what? This episode's going to just be about that. <laughs> About is it right but about how that card <laughs> okay, so... literally ruined standard and i remember because people thought that card was gonna tear up modern uh-huh well no you didn't play during that time right brett
0: uh not modern i it was my standard deck though it was like,
1: it was played in the birthing pod decks i think well yeah yeah but like the the big thing
3: with it was there i mean there were mid-range decks like, there were Abzan, I knew, like, you know, those existed, you know, because those were, like, oh, yeah, Sea was, like, the perfect fair top-end card, because it's, like, you know, all-around fair for what Modern's try to do. And, like, I get that, but, like, it's so crazy to think that that card used to be, like, people used to think that card was, like, the epitome of power. Like, you know, Magic could not get any higher than this, basically. Right, Like, this card... La- I the
1: Laughs and Oko.
3: Yeah, yeah, then you think, yeah, Oko.
0: There were some people, I think, like, the most busted card from that, I don't think it's, I don't think, it, I, I think it completely died off was Jamoka's Command. That card just, like. Uh, I think, well, like, but there were made... so many
3: cards during that time that people thought, like, were just, you can add this all in, by the way, I'm giving you free shit. <laughs> giving us free shit. Also, I just realized for that deck that we were making fun of, that's a Pioneer deck, there's two Brazen Borrowers on the board, and that's the only blue card on the board. Uh. <laughs> i just realized that it plays blue um i mean Team is oh yeah 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 you're right never mind. okay um but like uh it like i used to think gideon ally of zendikar was like one of the top cards of all time
0: if it sure as hell felt like it well the and then
3: like i even thought Avi'son was too i was like you know insane and then emrakul Like the, the promised yeah. end, like
1: it tried to be the promised end of Sander, then it got banned.
3: Yeah, when Wizards would ban it.
0: <laughs> they promised us the end. <laughs> yeah, Wizards
3: Wizards did not play that game very long. They were like, hey man, uh and you know what's crazy about Emmercle that nobody talks about? That card literally affected magic throughout history because then they stopped putting cards that were specifically overpowered because they were overpowered in the story. That's literally what happened. And then we had Oko, but whatever. But um
1: Well he wasn't Did he have anything to do with the story? I don't really yeah, know. Yeah, he was the
3: reason that Kenrith was a, a deer. Heck yeah. And then he was the reason Grook was evil in that originally.
0: Help you. And and uh what was I what was I saying, thinking of? What was my brain doing? It was putting brain cells together. Slowly but surely. And it had the thought. I forget it. But like
3: like I don't know, it'd be kind of interesting to talk about a segment of, like, talking about when, you know, like, we and everybody else was getting in. Like, I understand people who were getting in during Mirrodin, and all that, you know, like, obviously Arcbound Standard was rough, and whatever. But, like, even then, if you, like, I remember playing with people that were playing in Mirrodin, and then, like, Dramoka's Command, uh, Dragonlord Silumgar, like, you know, stuff like that were coming out, and people were like, wow, this is, like, Like, this is the top Wizards power level they've ever done. And I mean, I guess at the time that was probably true because, like, Standard was drastically affected by those.
1: Yeah, I mean, Khan's Block ushered in the rotation of uh, Return to Ravnica, right? Yeah, Ravnica
3: rotated because you couldn't play Shocks and Khan's. mm
1: -hmm. So it was Theros. On at that point, and I mean, or I think you know, I think
3: Cons came out and, and Ravnica was still legal because I think you could play Shock
1: still.
2: I
3: don't think so. I think you I think you could because how were you playing like the crazy five color decks, the crazy or crazy crazy four color
1: decks because you had fetch lands.
3: Yeah, but you're you couldn't fetch for
1: like you had um, you had the battle lands th- there were, but those those didn't happen until Zendikar.
3: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like,
1: because Zendikar, Zendikar was after Con's block. Yeah,
3: yeah, it was. It was yes. right after. Well, Origins was right after Khan's block, and then, uh, then Zendikar.
0: Because you know, uh, then, well, drag it. Dragons in between those.
3: Well, it was the Con's block was Khan's Khan's and dragons. Dragon. Yeah. yeah. I also remember seeing Ugin and thinking Ugin was incredibly busted, and then he never saw play.
1: Hey, he was my top in in Abzan control. <laughs>
0: Oh, the six-drop Ugin? No, eight. Eight. Okay.
1: That was that was Ugin the Spirit Dragon first came out in uh, Fate. And no, Fush. that's
0: yeah, it was, yeah. I remember it being in Fate, but I thought it was like pretty impactful at that time. Uh, there
1: was ramp
3: decks that were playing it, but then Dragons came out and mm-hmm. gave us like the, the really good Dragon Lords, yeah. and it just never really like yeah, You didn't, didn't want to really play. Ugin, didn't get played. Well, you that. didn't want to play Ugin, and then your opponent Dragon lord, Silumgar your Ugin.
0: Nah, that's pretty. Yeah, bad. I
3: I would be the roughest thing ever. Like, it's just, yeah, tap eight Ugin plus on you, and then they're like, yeah, tap seven Selimgar, take it, and you're like, ah, oh, yeah, okay.
0: And then Bant Coco, like, hey, I'll just play these fucking busted cards and top end getting ally of Zendigar. <laughs> yeah, Reflector Mage
3: is a hell of a card.
1: Which also got yeah. banned with Emrakul the Promise
3: yeah, which is, it's so crazy to look at Reflector Mage 2 because like that card is like, nearly unplayable now.
1: I mean, humans is still going, right? <laughs> <Nope>. No, no. <laughs>
3: they would need to print some really good fucking humans in this set. And they definitely did not do that. Actually, you know what? That's not true. They did. They printed Thalia, Heretic, guitar And I think that's a... Or not Thalia, Heretic, and Thalia, Guardian, of Raven. And
1: uh, I weird. What is that card? Oh, uh, dude!
3: I so it says two mana, two one with first strike. I know, crazy. And it says no. Wow, spells. that's that's
0: all it does. That's fucking awesome.
3: That's the best bear I've ever
0: heard. <gasps> oh, just 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 your opponent. No, it's, spells?
3: it's all spells. But you're gonna be a creature deck, so it's gonna be fine.
0: Oh, oh shit! Man, that's yeah, good. I mean, it's
3: cra- I do. I don't know why they have never played this card before.
0: Weird. You know what? I might have to like respect Baral and Pioneer if this starts showing up in that format because oh, i would Thalia say it like...
3: wasn't legal in pioneer you're right I <laughs> yeah. think, dude historic has been fucking everywhere it's always been legal and historic since like its insurrection basically
0: really yeah because it
3: was in one of the historic mm-hmm. pack things but
0: it, i mean that wasn't that long but ago. it never
3: saw a play because like it just yeah. wasn't good but now there's like white weenie decks because of uh adelaide or whatever
0: yeah i'm still waiting on delver to make its make its way in pine oh no, i
3: haven't been able to build that because of work but I've, I've still had some ideas i want to try
0: oh yeah i wanted I, there was well the, i was uh, super excited new... for
3: zombies because they just printed like some super good zombie support
0: right they have the the uh the enchantment i i think the enchantment's uh, dope the three the mana when you this card make the a the xanthan
3: ju- necromancer for zombies is dope whenever a zombie dies make a zombie token and then the uh yeah, that one's good. the two drop that's a three three that uh you you can exploit dude, a creature that card's fucking insane what yeah, a creature kill a planeswalker dude that card's nuts
0: that dude i think that card might be card of, well yeah i think it might be card of the set just early, early graph
3: reaver yeah graph reaver dude i i'm excited for the new set i cannot wait to do the video or the the uh the the uh, podcast episode our- about that because that'll be super fun <laughs>
0: Or maybe hour and a half slash three hour. Episode. Andrew, you want to get in on that?
1: Oh, yeah, because we can talk about Cultivator Colossus. Yo, hold up. Hey, by uh, the
3: way, can we talk about the four-drop 4-4 four four with Trample and Haste?
1: Uh, that big uh, dumb green mythic? Uh-huh, or no, uh-huh. no, it's a rare.
3: I'm sorry. Excuse it's, me. Yeah,
1: so I think it's a rare. The the Oddity. Yeah, dude, that card is nuts. <laughs> imagine opening this bad boy in uh uh you win limited
3: yeah Woo. like how dude Other also the vampire you support plus... is really good in this set too because there's like um uh, which
1: you'd hope for
3: well yeah god god forbid
1: <laughs> yeah
0: what about the four man three four or three man three four vigilance wolf That's oh the flash not the, the one flash that
3: wolf, but the one that exiles the card and then makes your stuff cheaper
0: E- 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 be an attack exile card and it it's a reducer for those that type cemetery prop not for that
1: uh it's the type yeah, that, it, it's, Pro for whatever like. it keeps exiling mm-hmm. yeah that's right that right.
3: card's really good they uh i mean they printed a glory bringer for werewolves so werewolves it's kind of interesting that they at least did give werewolves and spirits support still
0: cult uh, yeah cultivar colossus man the... there was like someone in t- someone in tight was like wait with the bounce slide, do we just go infinite and we found out we do. You yeah. do not.
1: Don't forget about dig up. It's a tune with Aether on turn one, but then it's tutor on turn four. <laughs> yep. I mean,
3: there. I. It would not surprise me if people played dig up, though. Honestly, like it. It's a tune with Aether was super good because it gave you energy. Like it wouldn't surprise me if this card would be super good because you can uh,
0: just have it as a yeah, all... tune with Aether was also too good.
3: Yeah, yeah, but, but like I mean, for for my thing about standard with this card is like. It has the one thing that, like, a tune with Aether did suck at, which was, like, yeah, it gave you energy, which could be impactful at some point, but, like, it wasn't, like, drawing it late wasn't that great, but this thing, like, if you're in black and green, you draw it on, like, turn six, you're like, yeah, I'll just
0: tutor. Right, you don't have to, you, Delirium, you don't care, it's just, like, I'll get whatever. Yeah, or,
3: or, hell, if you don't want to tutor for anything, you can just pay one to go get another land for the so, like.
0: No, you pay four, you make them think you have something good, you just get a basic forest. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: and you accidentally reveal it too,
0: <laughs> right?
3: Yeah, because they're the cards that I always see people talking about is like the Blood, veil, blood Vial, Blood vile or whatever, the four mana five six with flying trample. That uh, whenever an opponent casts a spell, that player creates a blood token, and then uh, whenever it attacks, it gets plus one plus one uh, plus one plus zero for each blood token the opponent controls
0: until end of turn.
3: Did they actually add until end of turn?
0: They did. They they said the it'll be uh, they'll right. fix the oracle text.
3: And then there's the way better Nighthawk. The four mana one three at the beginning of combat on your turn, choose one that has been chosen. Each player sacrifices a creature. You draw a card and lose life, or transform her, and then she turns into a three four with flying, death touch, life link that has paid three. Each creature you control with flying, death touch, and or life link gets plus one plus zero until end of turn. Isn't that is it good? I mean, for standard, probably. Right. Uh, what What's that dude's yeah. name? The four drop that was a three three with haste from throne. Uh, oh wrinkle? yeah, I mean he was really good. Yeah. And then headless Rider. He was really headless good. rider. Whenever yeah. headless rider or another non-token zombie you control dies, make a two two. That doesn't have uh, what's it called? A dumb
0: mechanic. <laughs> uh. Decay's. Yeah, Decay. There were some
3: Spirits players talking about, uh, Mirror Hall Mimic.
0: Yeah, draw too. I do like know. Win the game. Just win the game.
3: The Necro Duality. I think that card's hilarious.
0: And the, the art's really funny, too. And
3: then, uh, I think Olivia could see playing Standard. I mean, Drew's gonna have the most intel on all of this, by the way.
1: I, I think Olivia is a very, very good magic card. Um... But I mean, the way that standard is right now, I don't think she stands a chance against the uh, the turns turns sticks I think like
0: I was, I had a disagreement about someone about inspired idea the three mana draw three uh, your hand sizes is, as is four.
1: Oh right yeah okay uh, yeah with graph hot graph god damn it
0: cleave, cleave. cleave. yeah with cleave. Oh. I think the card's actually pretty good. Is it an
3: instant or is it a sorcery?
0: It's a sorcery. It is a sorcery. Oh I man, if it was an instant, it would
3: have totally sold me.
0: Yeah, but <sighs> it's like three mana draw threes. Mischievous catgeist.
3: Like... Oh my god.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think this set is gonna be really good. You know, obviously, way too early to tell its impact on. Well, we still we're still missing some minutes, mythics
3: because but... like they confirmed which card we're getting as a new vampire uh which is audric oh sorry
0: i think scattered yeah i think scattered thoughts is also really good it's basically a memory deluge but the two cards go in the graveyard with no flash flag Oh, I mean, yeah, it's like... I a, think the card's I mean, actually like really Anticipate good. Or
3: whatever. Yeah, like, I think currently, if I was Me looking too. at the bet, like, at the set, just as a now, and to tell you the best card, I think it's definitely Form Hellkite.
1: Whenever you cast a non-creature yeah. spell,
3: create an XX Red Illusion that has haste.
1: I would like to play this into a Glorybringer, into a... I'm gonna take an extra turn, but make a... Uh, a or not a
3: Bringer? you mean a fucking... What's it called? The dumb dragon that makes oh, a treasure... Uh, Goldspan. Uh, Goldspan. J- yeah, dude, like, how, what, like, what do you do in the format of this <laughs> card? Like, okay, so you know how people talk about, like, all runs doesn't win the game kind of scenario, like, if your opponent just plays in all runs, it doesn't win the game, which is, which is true, sometimes if your opponent plays in all runs, the game's not over, but if your opponent has this thing, they're attacking you for fucking seven. Yeah. Immediate. And- oh, no, X is the amount spent, so, like, if it's taxed or whatever, it could be, like, nine.
1: Oh right, that's true.
3: With a fucking nine nine with flash or flash fl- uh, flying in haste,
1: and you know that might be enough right there on its face.
3: With a fucking gold span with too, a 4-4 atti- with
1: a four four with a four four attached to it, a gold span or a haul storm giants, yeah, May gusta.
3: Yeah, like I think the cards nuts for what the decks are in standard. Like if you were to take, if you were to take the tur- current standard decks that are that are out there, like you know. Is there anything for Modern that piques your interest, Brent? Any dumb no. Titan
1: card? Well, I know. Like, we already... M- I mean, we have kind of talked about, like, what Modern decks could fit into, but Thalia, Guardian of Three, then. <laughs> Duh.
0: Wait, you think it has Modern application? I think so. Well, hold on. I don't need
3: to it. I, don't th- I, I don't even think I remember this card.
1: This is why y'all brought me on for my expert analysis. Honestly.
0: Not for remembering card names, though.
1: Um, Once again, we've discussed this, Brett. It's your podcast. You're supposed to know everything. (laughs) Oh,
3: did y'all forget a card name? How dare you? Uh, Which one of y'all did it? What what was the name of the card, Brett?
0: Uh, I don't even remember. Let's just move on.
1: How Brett I expected better. (laughs) Grim Lava Mancer. I don't know why you would. (laughs) It was Grim Lava Mancer, because when he was describing the card, we were talking about wizards. I I kept thinking that he was talking about exiling cards from the top of your deck, and I was like uh like frenzy light up or light up the stage i was like what and then it, yeah it was Grim lob, yeah, remember in
3: modern when experimental frenzy was a playable card uh that was a minute ago was, i mean it was a while ago but it definitely wasn't like it, it definitely wasn't like a deck that wasn't played like that was what mama red aggro was yeah with that well, and that's um, the thing runaway steamkin
1: between Living through the time of Oko and Uro and Mystic Sanctuary and then followed by COVID, that seems like a lifetime
3: ago. Honestly, though, like, dude, it's crazy also to think that Runaway Steamkin used to be like the most busted thing
1: <laughs> in modern. Because, like,
3: I used to hate playing against Modern Red Aggro where they go like Steamkin into like Manamorphose and to bolt you and to like remove the counters. And then keep going, and then it frenzy into, like, ten spells, and you're like, oh my god.
1: What you got, opponent? Yeah, I used to
3: fucking hate that.
1: And, you know, um, side note, the uh, this new set has two cards that are receiving downgrades, although one had already received a previous downgrade in a side release, uh, but... It is receiving its first downgrade in a standard set. Uh hero's downfall at uncommon oh, yeah. is a braid at common. A braid's a common? A braid is a common. Remember, it was printed as in the commander uh set as a common, but now it's a full on common in a standard set. Popper. And it has a pretty neat format art. I wish it was.
0: I'm not cool enough. <laughs> I'm looking for a card. I'm like going nuts. What card is that, I... I but
3: I could tell you.
0: It's it would be an enchantment from that, that was previewed.
3: Okay, so it's the backside of a spirit more than likely. Glorious no, it's, it's... sunrise. Yeah, it's the one with like ten different texts on it
0: to do during combat. No. <laughs> no, it's not green card.
1: What? You only play green cards.
0: That's what did, what did it do? Only mostly true. I I almost think maybe maybe get removed because it was a fake card, and I'm just now even more embarrassed. What did what, what, it do? I don't even want to talk about it until I find well,
3: it. I, I can't help
0: you. That's fine. I'll just like I, I the card the the card that probably isn't real. It it had like when you only once a turn when you discard a card make a zombie. Wasn't that an
3: uncommon? That's a card. I haven't
0: I don't know where it is. Yeah, yeah I, I found it. it, it no, it's card. a rare.
3: It's a three-drop. Dreadful, dreadful service. Whenever you discard one or more cards, create a two-two black zombie. This only ability triggers once.
0: Dreadful. Where is? It? I cannot. I want goldfish. It's a rare. Uh huh. Uh goldfish. It's a rare.
3: Yeah, it's black
1: rare. Ooh, syncopate's I getting th-
3: reprinted
0: it's again. It's black.
3: I Damn! I give control better counter spells. I mean, the best counterspell is uh, what's it called? The
1: uh, saw gumming. I mean, saw coming is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, well,
3: any any magic card that you could tuck away. Not yeah. To be touched I thought
0: it was. Uh, I don't know why uh, I thought it was a blue card. Okay, this black card. Yeah, this card I think is pretty dope. I I love like it. That's it. I keep seeing That's I it. keep
3: seeing all these cards like Uvenwald Oddity and some of these other cards that have like this Eldrazi appearance and I swear to god if they don't mention that that motherfucker's in the moon I'm gonna be a little upset not gonna lie I'm I know they, they don't even have to say it.
0: wait spoilers spoilers please still reading
1: uh, what? Oh. what no. I was like <laughs> are what you on, are you still on Theros or something You yeah, still it? on Theros <laughs> no, Elspeth's dead.
3: or come back <laughs> whoops just Je- 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 <laughs> met Elspeth's son's, ne- uh, son's champion and I'm like yeah Elspeth dies you're like what
0: wait <laughs> i
3: still think chandra's okay i know drew's opinion on her was not very high i think she's okay though
0: uh i think for standard application yeah, yeah. no,
3: yeah anything i'm talking about right now besides thalia guardian <laughs> like,
2: because
0: thalia uh... guardian
3: is for
1: uh for modern because I, I i can't believe that
3: people aren't blowing up
1: about her i think chandra for chandra to be good in standard like the red cards around her will need to line up really nice. There's a really
3: good four-four. The flyer that's really good.
1: Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh huh. But the issue with I think the issue with that is that it's like how many non-creatures are we playing? Because like the burn in standard is not very. There's good.
3: another four-four flyer. It's a five drop.
1: Yeah, but I'm talking about like if you want to abuse the Hellkite, then we're we're t- we're in the realm of wanting to play non-creatures. I don't players. know. I mean, you and you if-
3: could just uptick this thing and reveal a um, reveal an iteration
1: yes or just an uptick mm-hmm.
3: and then just hit like a like uh just ramp into a gold span. i don't think it's that bad i don't think it's that good
1: i don't think it's that bad i mean it 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 does cost three so that's like it, that, it's got that, that that's my
3: opinion it. on it is like it it's a three drop that can almost ramp you into things like
1: i don't think it's that bad it's got some swell art i love the full art of dude it. that full that's art awesome. is so
3: good if if you have not Went and looked at the full arts for the set. I think the set has some of the coolest art that we've seen in a long time. Like I think soren's regular art is so good.
2: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Um. Well, and also the the highly old, recommended artists. I'd, I'd, one of the showcase ones, the from the Castlevania artists.
3: Yeah, is that the like just that. the regular full arts, or is that the I
1: don't know which ones. It's the it's, it's showcase, I think, because full art is so there's borderless
3: and then there's the dracula promos and then there's the the weird yeah the showcase
1: i like the one that's black and white except for his jewel and oh that one
3: is that the one that's done by uh the castlevania Uh, artist yes yeah that one's dope as hell dude
2: i also think sword's
3: okay by the way i know some people have said that they don't think he's that great i think he's okay i mean he's bob yeah, I mean that's I mean he's a four drop. Like I don't know. I mean <laughs> if vampires like get reasonable support, which I mean they have been. Like Anji is uh or Anya, not Anji, Anya. Made of dishonor is really good.
1: Yeah, I mean people are calling her
3: Siege Rhino.
0: Yeah, you get to play in Yagmoth then. Yeah, I'm
3: gonna splash red for splash, for yeah. her.
0: I mean you're already splashing Matt. Yeah, for I Magus. Saying, yeah for Magnus.
3: Uh, you know what? Well, man, I'll put Olivia in there too. There you go. Yeah, just to, just to get my opponent's uh, creature. What's another black-red card I can splash for this uh, in the set? That's uh... Yeah, we'll put the Hellkite in there, so when I Eldritch Evolution, I make a 3-3. Three, three.
1: Just play Livia Crimson Bride at 6. That's what I was saying, yeah, we're gonna play Livia. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy.
0: Now, best card from the set is... Uh, where is it? Dreadfast Demon. Easily the best. Oh, the
3: one that keeps making tokens? Yeah! I think that card's sick. I don't think that card's that great, but I think that card's sick.
0: No, Brent. The best card demons are all, hey, like yeah. well, Expensive, first off the... chonky demons are first always off, great. The first
3: they said it's a Mei, so you could stop. You can just be like, yeah, I'll make one them done. Like, I'll have, to see... I'll have two
0: six, six Why would you... Why would you stop? Why, why what so are you thinking? <laughs> more! You now, need more will of say, them. I say, it would be
3: cool if somebody made a Decay deck with him. You know, like...
0: Oh, uh, Yadar? Or Jadar. Oh my
3: god. Well, no, because they, they all get that ability of sacking a creature. Because it's, it's literally make a token copy of it. So you, you have to just keep pumping out, like, tons of zombies.
0: No, you get both triggers at the end step, right? Jadar creates a token No, what I'm saying, and though, is the demons...
3: It. At the beginning of your end step, sacrifice a non-demon creature. If you do create a token copy of dread, Dreadfast Demons. So if you have, like, six Dreadfast Demons... You're gonna have six of those triggers okay. that go on the stack to sacrifice a creature.
0: Yeah, I, I so get you're that. just talking about just, just oh. keep just
3: sacking one over and over to keep making plus one demon.
0: I would, I mean I want to I want to have four by this by my second instep. So I don't know how we do that. <laughs> First <laughs> off, if
3: my opponent makes four six six flyers, I don't know why I'm still playing this game.
0: <laughs> I mean, really, it's like kill on sight. If you don't, you have two. Tw- like twelve, twelve. You of have flying. until your end
3: step to kill that thing,
0: N- right? Like, yeah,
3: because like there, there's tons of support to make decay zombies. Oh, so sure. like, you totally like just be like, because like, isn't there like a zombie that's like a two drop that makes a decay zombie when it dies? And there's like Jadar, which makes decay zombies every turn. Like,
1: like here, you have don't 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 forget we have the uh the the zombie that puts counters on everything or gets bigger from the zombies all right the, the uh the you know the, the humans guy but for zombies
3: yeah that's what people are talking is about that... with the format right now is you can go turn one champion of the perished and then turn champion two of the uh the two mana three three and not exploit anything mm-hmm. and then now you have five power on turn two
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm and then it's oh, very strong sick. yeah
3: no dude i mean you can get crazy with zombies right now i think that's awesome i think zombies definitely needed a 2 drop though to carry them and they definitely got one because uh
0: now you could at pioneer you get crypt breaker oh,
3: I'm, telling <laughs> oh, you, man, I'm telling you man i'm telling you because you your curve and, and even though crit is great your curve could be turn one champion of the perished turn Two graph reaver turn three headless Rider, and then you're like okay cool like what are you gonna do about this and then turn like and then if you're in pioneer you have like the, the zombie lord at three drop two you oh man and then like if they wrath right and you have headless rider out you just make a bunch of tutus
1: mm-hmm. and if you're in pioneer you get i mean you can play these too because why not
3: yeah why not dude i'm telling you now 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 is the time for us to build that zombies deck in pioneer now we got the support we really needed
0: I, 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 does it play Dreadful Service? The enchantment? Is that maybe just a little too niche? Oh, the uh, Mega Tutu? Maybe it, probably,
3: it might be, because I don't think you're discarding a your card every turn. I mean, I guess if you're really activating yeah. Crit for right you would be.
0: Maybe that's like a different deck. I, I think it's definitely. Like, I
3: think you can put it in Cycling. Oh, like a Cycling deck. Oh, fuck. Uh, fuck,
0: yeah.
3: I know is another card people were talking about. That's really good. The 3-mana, three 3-1 three Flyer, Can't Block. Whenever it deals combat damage to a player, create a bad keep, clue. Yeah. And sacrifice two bad clues. Return target. Oh, return it from your graveyard to the battlefield? Oh, now I can see why people say that card's really good.
0: Oh. Oh, oh yeah. my god. Oh my god.
3: <laughs> yeah, vampire. Vampire in, might be a real in thing.
0: step, do this.
3: Oh yeah, and we got bad yeah. damn for standard. Mm-hmm. Path of Peril. Damn. I don't know, I mean we, we already have what, what's that stupid sweeper that's like fifty dollars?
0: Uh choose the no, time of zero mass and thirteen. <laughs> oh, oh meat. Hook meat hook. Yeah
3: we have that sweeper already. And I mean it doesn't matter how much banner you're pumping into it, like it's gonna be really good. <laughs> <laughs> what a what a card to print, by the way.
0: No, by invitation only, that's the best sweeper. Five mana. <laughs> if you have more creatures, you just keep it. You keep your best one. Yeah, if you're yeah, way right. behind, you just you choose 13 and say, fuck all your creatures.
3: <laughs> Alright, I'll try it. If you're the odd, or if you're the higher number, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah Alright, I'll keep my 4-4 four, flyer. Four, you lose everything.
3: Well, we both lose everything, but yeah. Well,
0: we we don't no, lose, no, we have, don't lose everything
3: ever. but my 4-4. Four, four.
1: But if you had other creatures, right.
3: you will right. lose those, because you have to have more of them.
1: Yes being the person playing the five you know, I'll choose I'm zero. Right? yeah yeah right. Put this in the
0: graveyard
3: <laughs> i mean i guess it, i guess Did it's you, good for big creature decks like go wide decks because then you could be like ah oh, dude imagine that with like the zombies deck with headless rider uh-huh.
0: this should be they in the the D set. they should this should be four mana and you roll a d10 and you sacrifice that many creatures i mean oh, so
1: that would be really swell if like zombies had like some kind of carrion feeder because then, like, you could sacrifice, like, in response, like, sacrifice all the creatures except for, like, whatever, and... Oh, wait, no, that wouldn't be good, no, you, because you, want, you, you want, to sacrifice the you one. You want the writer, Right. Because then you're
3: like, I'll choose yeah. fucking 13, and then you get, like, all your tokens.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Also, I think overcharged Amalgam is very good.
1: Oh, Yes.